Dressed in red and black finery, the cost of multiple men's lives, Strephon Moore idly sips at a goblet of wine and eyes the sky with a placid face. The piece was a practice neutrality, holding back a steady tension with gossamer and decorum. He was ruminating. Ruminating on life, on death, and on his deep and utter boredom. Things are supposed to be getting exciting. Another set of slayers and warriors, users of magic and prayer, stepping into his valley. He drummed a set of perfectly manicured nails across the polished wood of his armrest, reflecting each of them immaculate, a beat like that of his languid heart. They had her. Tatiana, his soulmate trapped in the breast of another. His brow furrowed as he still stared towards the graying cotton of the clouded sky. He didn't mind waiting for her, but the game had been been patient. And like everywhere else, he had set up the pieces. And then they came in, upturning the board as if they didn't even know the game was being played. <sighs> Moore lowered his golden eyes to stare across the western gate of the estate. The storms and darkness surrounding the courtyard, clearing to simple rain on the other side of the walls, hills and forest blocking his eyes, but not his vision. It had been long enough coming. He hoped they would play along, stumbling haphazardly into the fairs and secrets brewing in Palas. Things to set in motion, bodies to find, blood to spill, the neonates he smuggled in, the efforts of Lady Walker, the cultivated paranoia and obsession of Inquisitor Sita. But alas, they were... nothing. Plans already set in motion, and those slayers away, and waiting to show off that, well, it seemed desperate. As the first line of smoke came up from the direction of the forest nestled town, Moore smiled a gentle, tired smile. Rahadin, he said clearly to the darkness beside him. After tonight, I think we should pay them a visit. Last time on Curse of Innistrad, um, our uh, band of vampire slayers found themselves coming to the village of Kresik, off nestled amongst the woods, and a bit, while still in the Outland Valleys, a notable way from the heavy influence of Strephon Moore. Um, as a result, it was comparatively peaceful, this sort of forested commune brush with snow. And like most elsewhere, they were busy in the work of the uh, Harvest Moon, the would-be powerful time for vampires, working under a uh, bonfire and setting sun. Uh, our adventurers stayed there, uh, working with the commune as it doesn't really have much of a uh, money budget, as it were. They don't accept anything of the sort as they are workers and get things done. It's a tight-knit community. Um, in the process of working, uh, certain histories of individuals were revealed, primarily the fact that uh, the now past Inquisitor, that was the uh, wife of Faustus here, had uh, 
not just been through here, but had ordered a set of armor, which he received the plans to. Uh, past that, many conversations were had. Uh, leading up to, during the night, a strange event involving a woman dressed in garb from the church, tall and very fair, came to the home they were staying at, that of the Baron Baroness, and had a conversation with them in the middle of the night. Uh, Grove, in particular, took an opportunity to try and pursue and see what circumstances laid about, noting her uh, simply returning after a strained conversation and going back to her abbey on the mountainside. On the other hand, uh, the Baron uh, returned inside, and the next day, after some investigation as to an unearthed uh, coffin from behind the home. It was found by Grimhild and Grimhild alone at this current moment in time that the results of that was the recently passed away son of the uh, of Baron Kresk, uh, Kreskov, excuse me, was recently seemingly brought back from the dead from last night's events. Um, well, the parents seemed to be cautious, they were nonetheless extremely delighted and hoped that this would end up being something good, though they daren't hope to a certain degree. Uh, still, Grimhild was imparted with this knowledge and then left to go investigate or do as she will. And so that brings us there. Relatively early in the morning, Grove has headed off to do work with the rest of the village before almost anyone else was awake. Um, breakfast has been had. Uh, the Baron is not currently in the home at this point in time. Grimhild, what do you do with your newfound knowledge? Um, I'm well. The others had at least started investigating with me, right? Because I had our buddy looked for. Yes, it's worth noting. Ausis and Conrad went investigating with you at the time to check behind the house and see that this coffin had been opened, um, and was empty. Uh, beyond that, uh, neither uh, Illyria nor Nick knows anything of this investigation whatsoever. And Grove, as far as you know, doesn't, but he isn't to be seen. He's gone. He's just fucking gone. Forest people are great. Um, Tastes like forest, look like people, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't gonna do it. You did it. Then yourself for God. You've forgotten the face of your father. Uh I'm going to shit, it's been a while. Um What am I gonna do? I was gonna look into it. It was an abbess. Did they where was the abbey again? Uh, so the town as a whole, um, if you look at the map available, um is all that area on the left side, really. Um, okay, it's the, many, is the abbey, then? It's the many trees, yes. That large, sprawling building over uh, to the east is the abbey. Uh, and if you notice, those um, kind of triangular marks are denoting uh, increases in uh, elevation. And yeah. that path winds up snaking its way up to the abbey, even more covered with a light layer of snow. The building is pristine, and everything in town is in nice quality, which again is... Strange for the Outland Valleys. The Outland Valleys have mainly fallen to decay, disuse in uh, grays, peeling paints, rotting woods. But here in Kresik, they have maintained every structure they have. But the Abbey is pristine. It would be beautiful for a building in Gavany. Um, probably try to find Conrad and or Nick, because I think I'm probably going to want to go there and try to talk to this abbess and Nick has taught me what happens when you go to investigate strange buildings by yourself. You are still currently you are still currently in the Baron's home and uh, I believe Nick was there polishing off his breakfast. Oh right, the other thing I was going to do was wait for the Baron, but I f don't necessarily need to because I think that his wife said that he pr basically knows about as much as she does. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Conrad's not hard to find. Nick's right there. And yeah, he likes Larry to is probably eating. Things. Nick. Uh-huh. I think I would like to visit the Abbey. I have some questions for the abbess there. Oh, I was about to say I didn't take you for a uh, tourist, at least for those sort of destinations. What kind of questions? She thinks for a second about if she should even tell this nerd. Um, yeah, we'll speak on the way. Okay. Well, okay, who else is there right now? Illyria's probably eating. Uh, Illyria, Conrad, and Faustus had stepped outside to investigate with you in the first place. Where have they gone off to? Are they? Did they return to the door? Or in, in absence of more clues, probably just walking back to join the others. Okay. Faustus is going to try to figure out where this kid is. Oh, I. So, how do you intend to go about figuring that out? I mean, it's not a huge house. You have right? the coffin. Yeah, I know, but he's not necessarily in the house. He hasn't heard anything from you. Okay, well, I remember I was having a conversation for quite a while, so if he bumps into me in the house, that works out too. That would be fine. I just want to know how fast yeah. intends to find him. What were you trying to do to discern his location? He'll probably take a look through the public areas and send Victor out to look through the not-public areas. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Okay, I can roll a check for Victor while you make me, uh, let's say, an investigation check. 20. Okay, so the town gets up relatively early. By the time that you've left the door, uh, things seem to be in motion, not necessarily to the same degree they were when you arrived yesterday. Um, Everything is up and moving, though. The uh, blacksmith once again churning out smoke. Uh, Workers out in the fields shearing what few sheep have not yet been uh, maintaining the others to care for the cold. Um, as you search around, you don't see any sign of anything strange. All you knew at this point in time was there was an empty coffin and not in many of the ways you've seen before. But you don't see any signs of destruction or death or oddities in general. Um, in fact, it seems that most no one knows that anything has happened. Uh, though at one point as you pass by, you do see, uh number of individuals spinning wool, beginning to turn it into thread. Um, well, yarn, moreover. Uh, speaking with uh, the Baron to begin with, who seems to be in very raucous spirits, belly laughing as he speaks with them. A very hard shift from yesterday. That's about the extent you see uh, from just looking around the town in primary spaces. Okay. And yeah, he'll probably go back to the uh, common room or something. Okay. It'll take just a little bit of time, so... Sure. Grimhild, uh, you can find everyone but Grove and Faustus at the moment in time. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, then, I guess Conrad. Okay. That she'll also like. To oh, and I suppose at this current moment in time, Yulia is not around either. No, that's a bo- No, that's fine. Um, she doesn't even know about weird dead shit going on. Okay. Yeah, do you guys want to... That's not what I'd say. What did... Okay, let's jump back real quick. What did you ask me exactly? Why I wanted to go? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Because you're, you're, you've are you displayed yourself to not be a very pious person, so he's a little curious why you yeah. want to go to the Abbey. There's some weird bullshit. Um, some, something has come to my attention recently that potentially will require... Us to look into it. Just for a second, I thought you were going to say it might require my lockpicks. 
uh, um, learned from last time. Fairly, it will at this time hopefully just require a conversation. Okay. I apologize again about the uh, lockpicks. Uh, okay. You can't tell me now, but I'm going to need the sweet talking Abbas. Haven't done that in about a decade. I'm confident between the two of us we can find the truth. <laughs> uh, and yeah, if we're completely alone, I'll fill them in on what I talked to the Baroness about. Um, the Baroness is off on the other side of the house at this current moment in time. If you retreat back to your bedchambers, there'd be no way she would hear over. And as far as you know, you are completely alone. Retreat! I think we're alone now. Yeah, so I will, I will motion over to her and I'll tell them I'll fill them in once we get our shit together. And then I'll fill them in, which is to say, if you don't recall, uh, basically the abbess showed up during the night and somehow brought their kid back from the dead, but there are no signs of either infernal or divine stuff going on. Oh, there was no way for you to really discern that, at least. Um, um, yes, there is. The paladin. Question. This the are... paladin doesn't have the... He can't... If it was a demon or, you know, something else, he could tell that. He could tell if there's consecrated ground, which is different. It, consecration is something specific. Uh, well, he can also tell if there are celestial... I guess it's auras. Not not if the presence of them existed. <laughs> that's a that's a detective detect magic detect thing, rather than uh, yeah. It's very it's something very different. Okay. Well, uh, what, I, I, what I, you I, got I, was something that this didn't yeah. show up as monstrous presence, and as well that as far from you looking at this kid did not show you any signs of being what you know as undead. Yes. Yeah, I, I have a question from like a religious perspective that that Nick would know a lot better than me. Sure. Um. There are no like dead raising miracles in Abyssinian religion, right? It's not like because the abbess is so pious or whatever that she could just, you know, not specifically. No, that, that, that seems to go against the whole blessed sleep thing. I was just making sure it's not that it's theoretically impossible. It's that you've never heard of it being a thing. Oh, that begs the question since this is D and D like our resurrection spells a, a thing. If they are, you don't know much about them. Okay, just making sure. I mean, you could theorize that maybe someone, maybe some ludicrously powerful, crazy person came up with some way, but you don't know about it if that's the case. And I assume it's probably a little bit blasphemous. Only It'd be a bit blasphemous to bring it up, yeah. The only things that like ever are discussed about those rising from the dead would be at all certain cases of angels, and that's more perceived death as far as you know. Other than that, most talk is of undeath and how this is a blaspheme, breaking someone's blessed sleep to raise them as a monster. So, what do we think she is then, this abbess? She's bringing the uh, kid back to life. Any ideas? I could not say. I have to admit, re reincarnation is not one of my strong suits. It could be that perhaps she has a direct line to the angels and wish to provide succor for this family. In my experience, that sort of thing doesn't really happen, but there are stories. Or she could be a vile sorceress who is, has insidious plans for the town. Just because it's not demonic doesn't mean it's not magical. No, no, I understand. But she, she's, she's definitely on to something, so we need to play this little pretty cool. Oh. She's raising people from the dead. She's got some power. <laughs> Out of character. I just realized... My Faustus is so, like, flipping his shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we keep running into 
fucking resurrection stuff. God damn it, Faustus. Because it's Innistrad. People are crazy about death. Death <laughs> is like the main subject. Also That's their main true. export. And import? <laughs> they don't need to import it. They just have it. Yeah, they have a natural abundant supply. Yeah. Faustus. You hear the kind of tinkling cough at the back of your head, the throat clearing that is very clearly to be uh, Victor. (laughs) (laughs) Incredibly uncomfortable childlike cough. Yes, Victor? (laughs) There seems to be some conversation about a child, the child from the box. May I listen? Of course. You missed most of it, though. They're now talking about what to do. Some abyss. He'll uh, look through Victor's senses. Okay. Continue the scene in progress. Uh, you now perceive the sounds of everything happening. Uh, as you okay. notice, Victor is perspectively from underneath the bed. Is he going to perceive it when I throw this doll into the sun? Yeah, he would if he did it. <laughs> well, after, oh, a while, right. after, a, after a certain distance, his empathic link would probably break. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he'd perceive the toss, and that's about it. Then he'd need a fucking telescope. Nice arc. Gonna make the Olympics with that. Right. So I'm happy to help you pull the truth from this endeavor. I'll let you take the lead on this one, though, Grimhild. I'm afraid I don't know the full story. Oh, yeah, of us know the full story. Of course. I've told you why I learned from the Baroness. I believe you, of course. Very well. So, so she, didn't, she didn't give the Baroness a reason then? She's just like, hey, here is your child. I'll yeah, go back I, to my abbey I, now. I did. Didn't I ask her that? Did I? I thought I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't think you specifically did, no. That seems like a smart thing to do. Why didn't I do it? Go do it. Uh, you suck. Yes, I can. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go find the Baroness. By the one. way, about your kid. And just ask her, like, yeah, did she give a reason? Like, You catch like, her amid the no, no, tinkling noise she, of her. Didn't she say that she just didn't say, like, anything? I don't believe she did, but I can give the okay. summary other way. Again, it's been a while, Internet, so if she did, then uh, forgive this me. This is the true but, form yeah. of events. It's just like a... Think about it like a soap opera. Like, after the commercial yeah. break, something different happens. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you catch her amidst the tinkling of earthenware. She's carrying more to uh, clean from the breakfast. Uh, not much of one, at least. She seemed to think it was not the time for our family line to halt. That's what he said, anyway. I wasn't there again. I couldn't tell you everything. I suppose I'm happy to take the kindness of others, but again, wary. Because, of course, I should be. Very well. Okay. And the the Baron wouldn't be back for a little while, right? No, he is out currently uh, wandering amongst the folk, making sure everything's going well. He'll be back within the hour, probably. Are you wishing to know more about the Abbess? Uh, yes. Anything. She's odd. No, that's a bit insulting, especially considering circumstances. She's aloof. I'm certain you know of St. Traft, yes? The monster slayer? Of course. One of the few good things to come out of the church. (laughs) Uh, I would agree with you, as would most of us here, but as he passed away through his terrible betrayal, a building here, a church building that existed for a while, um, not dedicated to anyone, simply a place of worship, The abbess came here as it had fallen to disrepair over time, not through our lack of caring, mind you, through our lack of resources. We are close-knit, but we do not have the time nor the ability to keep such a grand place of worship afloat. But still, she arrived, tall, glamorous, standing in her 
chilly manner. It didn't speak much to anyone, really, and simply went there and renamed it. And so it became the Saint Traff, uh, Abbey of St. Traft, dedicated in his name. She oversees it, and apparently has staff working there, though few of us know them. No one really tends to wander up there after the first few years of being refused at the door. She is distant and confusing, and the folks she keeps with her are private, and rarely does she choose to venture out. I have asked around town, and few even say anything about supplying her. But it keeps running, and it is kept fine atop the mountaintop, and it does not seem to bring any harm to our town. Still, though, I considered her simply an oddity and something to ignore at the best of times, quietly planned for in the worst of times. But this is not something I would have expected. I wouldn't have expected her capable. I see. Thank you. Of course. I, again, want to aid in whatever matters it takes to resolve this. I, I wish to celebrate, but I'm not prepared for that yet. I do not give my heart fully in that direction. That's wise. I will let you know if I find you. Thank you. If there's anything else I can be of aid with, please inform me. Um... My husband is also currently about obtaining uh, some supplies for you and yours. Uh, is there anything in particular you needed? We had some basics, uh, an armament or two, but I'm not sure if there's anything in particular. Weapons that turn into other weapons by any chance? I'm sorry. Oh, in fact, yes. <laughs> I'm just I'm collecting them. Yes, you see. No. Uh, oh, well, then you'll be very pleased. I think I'm good. Uh, I'll check with the other members of our party and see. Of course. Thank you. I thank you again. And even if this ends up being if this ends up being poor for me, I will be able to deal with it, and I still thank for you for your time and service. Please do not let me desist you from your duty, however. So I go back, I check with people if they need shit from stuff. Then we get ready to go. So yeah, is there anything anything non magical, non over a thousand gold that you're interested in, basically? Uh did I already talk to someone about mod uh about uh yeah i already talked to someone about modifying the armor i, I was going to go find a better runesmith a more accomplished one yeah i'm good um, yes i'm i'm all right i got what i need same i have my tools so fastest with the uh summary in hand um and from what little bit that uh you hear from directly victor conveying things that he had heard previous he mentions how the events came place that this young boy was clean, seemingly cleanly brought back from the dead by this abbess that those are so interested in visiting. Yeah, he'll go try to see the abbess also. At the same time, or? Yeah, he'll head out there immediately. Is everyone else leaving right now, or are they doing any preparations first? Uh, it doesn't seem like we had any. No, yeah. Nope. Okay. Girl, what are you up to? What time is it, roughly? At this point in time, after you've been doing some basic locking work um, and been uh, not accosted, that'd be the wrong word, but approached by some other members of the community to uh, help you with some of the bark stripping, uh, it's gotten to be around uh, about nine. Laughter. People seem to wake up early here. How long has he been working on this stuff? Roughly. You hours. Uh, you got a. You did got up very early. You didn't really go to bed for very long, which you're used to. You are a hunter, but it's not necessarily something that is a long-term sustainable plan. Would it be enough to go, I did my work for the day and then go fucking crash? For the entire day? No. For this um, portion of the day? Fuck yes. Then he will go crash. And probably try and find somebody. But... Okay. 
go back to the the Baron's house. Sure. Uh, as you launder along the slush-filled road uh, towards the Baron's house, you see first before anyone else, uh, Faustus currently passing in your direction over towards the heightened area, uh, the upper elevations of the town. He'll wander over. Faustus? Oh, hello. How are you this morning? Afternoon? Midday? I'm fine. A boy was raised from the dead last night. Oh, yes, I know. I was doing my job. Are you going to go investigate as well? Yes. You won't get in. We spent all night watching. We're going to need lots of talking for us to get in. Well, we can talk. Are there entrances on the roof? Uh, more. Let me know if you need a reminder of the topogra- uh, topography. I, I believe it was one front door, maybe a couple other, like 10, 15 people milling around, but mostly it was a bunch of runes and shit. And so, he doesn't yeah, trust runes. There was a single entry point, which was uh, from the walls, a very tall thing. You could potentially try and do some method to try and get over the wall by going up on the higher elevation points, which is how you looked over. But that's not really a great way to get in. Once inside, there's a number of actual doors and different things there. Uh, not really specifically anything runic, but very church-heavy, and it was filled with a low, lo- uh, low-hanging low fog, so you didn't get a good look at much of it, other than the basic structure. I, I do remember you saying, though, that I, I saw them doing weird glowing runes and touching them. I do have that in my note. Okay. So... No, yeah, he he'll describe that and just and very vague, very tired. Just there's no way in through the air. There's one entrance, a few doors once you're inside, but they spend their time milling about behind shining sigils. I would prefer not to go with just us, and I would also prefer a nap. Yes, wait for the others. I need to. I need to talk to the kid anyways well, funny that you say wait for the others is over the course of this conversation you hear the <laughs> crushing snow as a large group of individuals seem to be approaching your location oh look who's here missed a hell of a breakfast <sighs> I was doing my job are we all to go to the Avis like Grimhild looks like as you like how did you how did you know that I've been up for a very long time. I saw... Well, Faustus has informed me of the child's miraculous recovery. I followed the culprit to her stronghold. Grimhild, you also know you very specifically did not refer that part to Faustus. Yeah. Faustus. Yes? Are you eavesdropping? Or scrying, or whatever it is you used to? Not intentionally upon you. You were in a common area. Just gonna shake her head. Could you really not be bothered to come stand there? I came here to meet you. And and we appreciate your company. My being there would not have changed anything. I would feel better at this moment. Well, here I am. I get the feeling this conversation's gonna come up again later. It seems like that happens a lot lately. Very well. We have more important things to take care of. Then they head up the walkway. Yeah. Now we do? I guess, yeah. We yeah. shit to do. Grove will follow. Okay. So, you wind your way up the switchback road that uh, hugs the cliff. It's about ten feet wide and covered with a loose gravel uh, that keeps what there is of the snow from completely creating a slick trap to fall off uh, to a at least painful fall, probably not your death at this point. Uh, the ascent is slow and pretty treacherous, but uh, the air 
notably gets colder as you approach the top and the heavier layers of snow. You find your way up to the entrance to the manor. Uh, not manor, excuse me, abbey. Um, quite a number of feet up, uh, hundreds above the town, and you can see it splayed before you, a uh, frosted forest at your feet. Um, up at the entry is a large gate. As you pass through the mist there and find the snow, the gravel road passes between these two stone outbuildings. Um, either side, of course, is the walls, which are not quite as tall um, as you could have expected from seeing from before. These ones more of a low sort of piled mortar and stone. Um, they're so that you could ascend, but not quickly and not stealthily, unless you were particularly excellent at the arts of. Um, about a little over five feet tall. Um, blocking the road, there's a pair of iron gates attached to the outbuildings by pretty rusty hinges. Um, there doesn't seem to be any sort of bar to the front of the gates, at least, though they are closed at this point in time. Uh, as it is, you don't see anyone out by them, just simply these gates set up in place next to these two stone buildings. So before we go in, what assumptions are we working under here? What's our cover? I was just going to straight up ask her what the fuck. Or was that was that in character a question? Yeah, no, that was an in character question. Oh, I was going to ask her what the fuck. <laughs> yes, precisely. What the fuck, Abbas? Hey, Abbas. Hey, Abbas. Artorius of the Abbas. Oh my god. The real, <laughs> the real guys to talk. Real Amistrad souls starts here. I'm gonna sit and watch, but I am too tired to be of any conversational help. Not that I am much usually. Because I'm just saying that, assuming that the, that there's something untoward going on, if we want to find out what it is, asking her is not the way to do it. Are you certain? Uh, is she all alone up there? No. Who who else is there? By my count, how many would you say, Max? Fifteen? Uh, from the outside, you saw less than fifteen, but like at least five moving around, and then two that were at the gate last night. Um, and they were visiting a number of these sort of outward-facing doors in the rooms. What sort of people were inside? Roof looks like monks. Hooded he noticed. So yeah, know. you did notice they were uh, wearing robes. Um, Denoted in marks of Avison, but that was about the extent you saw. There's a very constant low-hanging fog at this altitude. So you can tell whether they're armed or not? No. That you probably could have been able to tell, uh, if they had any sort of large arms, at least. Anything, you know, larger than a knife or cudgel. And that was a no. You did not see anything of that. Um, yeah. Would a place like this have any Cathars assigned to it? Almost certainly no. This is already within the walls of a uh, building, and the Outland Valleys are strapped for any sort of resource to begin with. Almost all Cathars you're going to find are just what the people of Stensia know as road watchers, those who travel around. And the amount of traveling you've done, the fact that you've bumped into one, doesn't particularly bode well for that. They might, they might have, like, one guy who knows how to fence in there. They might know to have some people that could defend it in an emergency, but the chance of actually having, like, on-staff soldiers, considering how weak the pre church presence in the Outland Valley is, is pretty low. That's You would know that. Like, that's not even a secret or something that you need to know particularly the area for. That's something you'd be able to pick up from interpreting how much you've seen of church presence. Okay, because, I mean, if, if uh, we just directly confront her, 
I mean, there are a couple of things that can happen. She can say, well, no, you're wrong. And what do we do at that point? Or she says, yes, you know, tears off her hood and exposes herself as a devil or something. And, you know, that makes it easy then. I have a few more subtle ways. Well, not when we have 12 people in there that were unaware of their martial prowess. Well, first off, when we see all of them, I'll learn a bit about them without alerting them. I mean, if you guys want to confront them, that's fine. I just, okay. Well, if you, we would like a bit of a plan. My only concern is that if we send you in there snooping alone and you're found out, regardless of their innocence, you'll be summarily murdered. I'm, I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying I should go in there alone. Do you know how hard it is to sneak in snow? No, I'm saying <laughs> that, like, we... we, yes, oh, we, we, we he's we, not we, Legolith. Yes, we simply talk to her first. We deceive, we equivocate. We we have how some other reason for being annoying? there. Otherwise, they might not even let us in the Avacyn Damned Gate. Whose footprints so, are these? I hand you huh? a card. What was that noise? And just say, Whose footprints are these? Got this. Huh? What was that noise? It's <laughs> oh. oh, just a box. Huh? What was that noise? Whose footprints are these? Well, I have reason to be in there. I... I'm simply there to observe the services. After all, I'm still a religious man. Yes, if there's monks there, that means it's not strictly for nuns, so they wouldn't shun your presence, probably. Yeah, no, they, they tend to keep me away from nunneries. <sighs> oh, don't be a braggart, Nick. I meant merely that abbeys are not generally co-ed. No, 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 I know. I was once made painfully aware of that distinction. <sighs> I killed Nick with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a die and everything. Oh, Sorry. I don't know As you stand here talking, the, even beneath the sun, and the clouds are a bit thinner than you've seen at other points, especially at this altitude, but yet you see the vague falling dots of snowflakes beginning to fall thin, but they will pick up over time. And then we just hang behind you. Right, so are you essentially to be my entourage? I guess. I like that we're less douchey than that. If that satisfies everyone, then I'd be happy to lead you in. It's fine with me. Things get a little weird and you need me to break off once we're inside, just let me know. But of course. Yeah. Conrad takes in it takes in uh, his traveling cloak, adjusts it around himself, make it look a bit more presentable, and I'll uh, try to proceed into the abbey. Okay, there is currently a tall iron gate standing in your way. Is there a bell or anything? You do not see one. There are two outhouses adjacent to it, but you do not see anything else, are there? Outbuildings or outhouses? Excuse me, outbuildings. Okay. But you see, if we rang a bell, we'd have to answer for whom the bell tolls. I will will try to wiggle the gate. So Lyria dies. uh, (laughs) Weird. (laughs) I will attempt to move the gates. As you do so, you hear a loud noise from the gates as you push them open, the creaking of these hinges protesting to you. While much of this place is kept pristine, you notice the hinges are not quite as well kept as much of the building itself is of this sort of outside wall. As you push it open, though, with that, you hear it. What was that? What's that? Is there someone there? It comes from one of the buildings, particularly the one to the left. and out from it comes an individual wearing a dark gray cloak covering much of their body. You can see the corner of their face and some stray hair or kind of rough beard sticking out the side of it. Who's trying to enter? Conrad Starkhurts, Inquisitor of the Church of Avison. Without making himself known. I apologize, I did not expect someone to be sitting behind the gates. 
If it had been locked, I would have called out. The individual doesn't really move closer from the doorway. So what do you want? To visit the Abbey. He contemplates for a bit. It's an interesting situation that he doesn't seem to have an immediate response for that as a, <laughs> something you speak to him about. Next like, time I pop. Uh, I'm sorry, you need to think about the Inquisitor of the Church in here? Not many of them come by. Not for years, anyway. We can summon the Abbey for you, if, Abbess for you, if that's who you wish to speak to. That's my mistake, not theirs, by the way. Uh, I misspoke. Do you, do you believe them to be c- busy conducting some important service that can't be interrupted? Probably not. That said, much of the conductions here are private. I'm certain you can respect that, and Inquisitor of the Church and all. And they would not mind your intrusion, but they would mind mine. You're from the outside, aren't you? From yes. here. But I am a man of the church. That doesn't make you special. That makes you still... That makes you important, yes. It doesn't, doesn't make, make you special. special. That's exactly my point. I represent familiarity. Not here. So not the individual cons- still isn't moving any closer, just keeping their cloak wrapped around themselves. Do they not consider themselves subjects of the church proper? Us here are loyal to the abbess, and loyal to what she cares about. Loyal to the abbey. And what does the abbess care about? Making sure the place is fine. Making sure she takes care of things. Making sure that his name is remembered. Craft, you mean? Yes. This fine saint. He makes a U motion across his chest and then a single line down, making a equivalent of a Catholic uh, cross crossing themselves, but except for Abson's uh, collar. Conrad will as That's well. That's right, Zigfrick. Yeah, and they go return it. And you hear from the outhouse across the way. Yes, that's correct. A similar figure, also with a gray, gray cloak. This one with a black fur trim around the sides of it. Also with um, some puffy hair sticking out the corner of the hood that is still drawn over the face. I'm happy to convey a message if you're looking to talk to her. She doesn't tend to like visitors, but she's happy to see them. She keeps her business personal. I'll look at the others. I suppose that would be fine for the moment. Certainly. It just so happens we're in the same general business as her patron. <laughs> that right. The one, uh, the first speaker says. Indeed. Given She'll be happy to though. see that, I suppose. <laughs> as, as noted by our bristling silver weaponry. <laughs> yes, our, our equipment may provide some clue to that. <laughs> as you say, that, he lets out an odd laugh. <laughs> Certainly. Uh, I'm right there. What's wrong? Nothing. Some people just have bad laughs. Chill out. Oh, he's of the devil. Kill him. That was the character. Of course it wasn't. There's not <laughs> There's not the devil. There are devils. But yes, if you would pass, uh, if you would pass our, if you pass the information of our presence on to the abbess, we would be in your debts. I have a question. Oh, They're on the other side of the gate. They're on the other side of the gate, basically. No, no, they're on your side of the gate. They exited through uh, entries to the building. They're on your side. Okay. Um, hmm. They're still both covering out. the doorway rather than approaching you. Uh, this might get us hacked or something. Uh, but those cloaks are sketchy. Nick is going to. Um, are you going to prat fall into them? I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm going to slip. no. I'm going to slip in the snow like an idiot. And uh, which, which one? The initial speaker or the second one? Go for the one with the fur. He's got more in his pockets. Are, are, you, going after, are you going after big fur or? <gasps> yeah, I'll go. 
Well, All that right. was pleasant to listen sure. to. Uh, so you step forward to speak to him. Um, roll me a deception check, I guess. To deception try and using dexterity? I'm down with that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm always fine with rolling uh, area 21. All right. Oh, no, no. no. I'm sorry. Uh, 27. Nice. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Nick actually being good at like, what is this? You just you just sort of telefrag him into the wall. So you step forward and make kind of a motion, a uh, sidearm, like preparing to say some words. And as you do so, you purposely kind of step towards what looks like it could have been a stone or an odd slick drift, and instead just purposely with your step, slipping it up completely behind you in a large arc, and crash forward into this individual. You and him tumble ass over tea kettle down to the snow. Um, and That's what he was him hiding. Still somewhat, somewhat in the entrance of uh, this building. As you do so, you see the hood of this cloak go back, and you get a solid look of his face, and are almost immediately sorry that you did. Oh, the Innsmouth look. Now that you view upon his face, it is inhuman, or at least part of it is, is what makes it so baffling. You've never seen something strictly like this, though you've seen things something akin to it. His face, at least a corner of it, is human, flesh and normal skin tones. The other portion, though, is gray and mottled with a sort of extending, not maw would be the wrong word, closer to a thin snout in gray flesh that is connected via a few stitched marks near the face. Stitch marks? (laughs) Stitch marks. Faustus, what did you do? Um, it almost appears to be this sort of, not quite a wolf snout as it's furless, and it's larger to accompany for a human's face, but it's similar to that. As you do so, uh, he uh, immediately begins rising back to his feet and helping pick you up in the process and putting you back on yours. You yeah, need to keep steady, will, friend. Yeah, he will try to convincingly not have seen his face and just be like, oh, thank, thank you. Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, uh, I used to these mountain trails with the snow and the... We'll come out here and I'm not exactly sure what to be prepared for. Kind of exaggerate his Nephalian accent a little bit. <laughs> You're from away from here, aren't you? It's not a problem. Those around here are used to it, isn't that right? Not specifically strangers, that is, but people who aren't sure what they're looking for. <laughs> Zigfrick, you want in? The other one, the other individual, the fur-cloaked one, is worth mentioning. They're a good head below this man's height. They nods. I'll go, I'll go fetch the abbess, then. And they nod and slip in through the doors with more sounds of the hinges. They close it after them as they pass through, and the first individual stays there. Worth noting, no one else saw this. See, the cloak wallet, it, the only reason Nick saw this is he was right up next to this individual as he fell forward. Nick's body really prevented most of your viewing of this individual's face. So clumsy, Nick. If you yeah, wish to know that Nick did this on purpose, you can make insight chats, but he was a pretty good actor. Uh, my insights, I roll. And you even make a 27 with insight? <laughs> Nat 20 would do it, no matter what. Uh, fair enough. Nope, don't make it. Get close, though. 24. If only it were a saving throw. I guess, uh, does this guy attempt small talk while they, uh, while the other guy go gets uh, the abyss? Depends on how long you wait for him to make small talk. Oh, no, Nick's so was... staring at him uncomfortably. No, Nick is fucking freaked out. 
Uh, <laughs> privately, at least. No, he's just... Uh, no, these dudes can, can do their own thing. Um, sure. Let's see. Um, unless you speak among... Uh, do you speak amongst yourselves at any particular point as the other individual, Zigfrick, as you know the name, is uh, left? Only in passing small talk about the weather. Yes, it is. No, we covered in vampires this month. It is quite slippery out today, isn't it? Cold's pretty usual around here. Yes, but just warm enough for the snow to melt into a disastrous slurry, you know? That's why it gets rough, my friend, isn't it? <laughs> you just need to take care. Clumsy slip on these roads, fall, bruise themselves up something awful, fall on quite a few feet, but at an incline, they don't tend to die. But it's not great for them. They get patched up for a while. Yeah, some people tend to come to trouble around here, eh? Not generally. A few people visit. It's not often. Surprised to see such a crowd today. Don't tend to get many visitors whatsoever. Mostly those from the village when they need something in particular. Yes, well, when it rains, it pours, yes. <laughs> Got that right, my friend. But the rest of you, just visiting on the same purpose, come to the Inquisitor. I go, I go yes. where he goes. Same. Surprised to see someone like you with such a menagerie with you. Quite fine. Well, it's, it's hardly as though I consider myself a collector. <laughs> of course. But you tend to attract good friends and good help in my line of work, or you die. Gone that close, then. He sort of holds his arms. He sort of, like, holds his arms out and pulls up his sleeves to show a number of defensive scars. That's a weird fucking question. <laughs> I, I cannot whistle, but he does. There you go. Thank you. Couldn't imagine such a thing. Congrats on that, then. Yes, well, they're not so much trophies as warnings. Suppose so. Failures from a certain perspective. You're strong enough to live through them. That's something admirable. Yes, well, again, I have my compatriots to thank for that. You hear once again the shh, shh, shh noises of someone approaching back through the snow. Once again, the door opens. And slipping back through it is the individual in the gray cloak with black trim. But immediately they are followed by someone who is silent through the snow, it seems. A tall figure in black robes with white markings and the silver collar of Avacyn around their neck. The tall figure of the abbess with her perfectly nearly platinum blonde, almost white hair and an extremely pale skin standing at a very tall height. Taller than you, Conrad. As she comes in range, I would like to use my divine sense. Uh, sure. Okay, one second here. Need to recap again? It's okay if you do. Uh, no, just give me a moment. I need to check one thing. Celestials, fiends, and undead, not behind total cover. Sure, okay. So as you do so, you denote two things. One, this ahead of you behind this door, the ground almost entirely overwhelmingly. The second thing you notice, though, immediately, upon looking at this individual, they're a celestial. Hmm. Well, all right, then. If you, you could basically be like, guys, mystery's over. <laughs> no, I want to talk to her. Yeah, no, that's reasonable. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, I don't know. What are here. celestials, then, in Innistrad? Angles. Angles. Okay. Let me be, yeah, very blunt. <laughs> I needed that definition there. <laughs> is angle she can be your angle she, or your devil. you hands crossed over themselves in front of her the long sleeves dangling down may I help you uh Conrad I'm, is a little speechless for a moment what, what was that as you hesitate 
sorry, what was the first part you said about the divine sense? The ground is that overwhelmingly almost the entirety of that you can see the, the sense of inside from like the little sliver you see through the door is consecrated. Okay. Thank you. But as I hesitate. As you hesitate, you are an inquisitor, yes? Come to speak with me. I am, yes. What may I assist you with? I Can you flex? Yeah, he just sort of bows like a like a student at the student at the church would to uh higher up. Well would As you or would you like kneel oh. because you're in the like Yeah, As- what do you do with angels? Generally, like you regard them as being someone positions above you. The the lunarch is below an angel. Probably right. kneeling. Like a regular then. angel is below an angel. Yeah, lunar. like down on one knee or something. Yeah, he Maybe goes like full prostration or something. But yeah, he he goes down to one knee and tilts his head forward. Come now, there's no such need. I am but someone who sees over this church. Sometimes then, that is right, enough. Won't you? Thank you. I I suppose though it gives me no. Special bearing with the church in these dark times. Uh, wait, is she lying? Can I tell if she's lying? Because about of what part in particular? What are you looking? About <laughs> she's just a person who's doing her part because and it gives like her no special position in the church. Yeah, because if she actually believes that, she might be an angel with amnesia. Uh, so I will ask you a very simple question, and it's fine no matter what your answer is. I just want to know. Are Would you Grimble have any reason to suspect that? Yes, because she resurrected a person. That is fine. I accept this. Make me an insight check. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to check that because I know the thing. Jesus Christ. I'm Basically. so bad. I trust everyone. <laughs> oh, she's just a person. That's cool. I guess it's the magic. Okay, that said, I, that just means I don't know she's lying. I probably still have some kind of suspicion because she resurrected a person. I get an even Yeah, she seems pretty inscrutable to you. You're not really yeah. sure. Well, she's like a spooky weirdo. She is very airy and kind of aloof as she speaks, and it's hard to discern what she's like. I receive an unnatural you, 20. Just, okay. Uh, she is pretty distinctively lying. <laughs> it's subtle because of just the fact that the way she acts, it's hard to s- specify that. But once you nail it down, like... It's an angel doing their best person impression. <laughs> sort of, yeah, is the way to say it, to be honest. Yeah, Conrad smiles wryly. Please, modesty does not become you. Don't blow up her spot. I must not know what you mean. Still, rise. You offer me no deference. I do not know what you mean. Wink. <laughs> you need offer me no deference. Please, rise. Stands. Would it be possible for us to speak in private? Of course, though, many of those under my care would prefer not have outside eyes view upon our sanctum. Whether I'm, from the church or not, they are self-conscious and worried about the outside world. I understand. You must understand. You, you, you name the location. Anywhere you wish other than here. If there is a home or residence at which you visit at now, I'll be happy to visit there. Otherwise... Simply off outside the walls, I am happy to confer. I'll acquiesce to whatever the Inquisitor would wish. I, I, I look back at Grimhild for guidance. I'm, I'm having a moment here. Okay. Uh, well, Grimhild's Conrad like over, way over his head right now, Grimhild. Grimhild is 100% sure why. Like, this woman's tall yeah. and she's ethereal, but like. Why is, oh, can I roll insight on Conrad to be like, to get an idea of what he feels about this person other than. <laughs> 
boggled. Like I'm trying I, to. Uh, I am not trying to hide it particularly. He's not trying to hide anything. So you know, well, he's you know, it's less about boggled. hiding and more about just discerning how he feels. You know, right? he's really. I, yeah. Okay. So in some no name for role, he's deferent in a really peculiar way. You can't discern specifically why. That's not really something in the purview of. Well, except that, like, we've established that I know that the things that can resurrect things are evil magic. A ludicrously powerful human of some sort. A a wizard. Who I don't think he'd be deferent to. And angels. I don't know if... Or she could be a saint. A living saint, maybe. Yes. So those are both things that are... She could be a saint. She could be an angel. You're not really sure of those. But, like, the fact that he's deferent is very peculiar. Um... So it's probably one of those two, though, to be fair. You can, I'll allow you to discern that for free, sure. Do you, do you believe our, our current lean-to to be private enough? Do you wish for no. Zigfrek and Otto here to not partake in this conversation? In the nicest possible way, it would be appreciated. Of course. If you would both please, I shall be fine here. They turn to her, uh, still somewhat occluded by cloaks. Then nod, without saying much of anything. And once again, the door <clears throat> creaks open as they step through the beginning to advance snow. It's nice that the guy found a door to laugh with. <laughs> Gross. Um, still, the snow begins falling a bit heavier. The area of blue sky covered more of by clouds once again. The entire land gray and white beneath you. As right at the entrance of this gate, the abbess and... Tall Majesty stands before you. Is this private enough, or do you wish elsewhere? This is fine by me, if it is fine by the rest of us. If you are cold, you may step inside one of these. She gestures towards one of the um, outbuildings. I am secure for now. I've dressed for the weather. Of course. So, I look at Grimhild. I believe it may be wise to simply be upfront about what we're asking. How and why did you resurrect the Baron's child. <laughs> well, the how is a bit not involved. In fact, remarkably simple, but in a way that is not really viewed by most. I will get to that, of course. I will not avoid the question. But the why is much simpler. The why is simply, he did not trust me very much. No one there did. And he seems to be a good man. I wish for him to have the capacity for continuing what he cared about in exchange for him to view me better. View what I do better. The how is, again, not specifically complicated, but not simple either, I suppose. It is an exertion, a focus, on something so recently gone. It was something I would do again, investing as much man of the land had to offer, bringing what life left yet cling to there, bringing the spirit back to the body. The magic's most divine saw their way to do so. I know you would pursue me were I to tell falsehoods about this, which is why I do not bother you with such things. I wish only to speak truths to you as you have to me. Yes. I gave him the chance to defy death once, and I hope they will take care not to ask for that again, as I will not supply it. Is he simply as he was? As far as I know. It is concerted effort, and one may not know of what they dream during their blessed sleep, but he was not seen yet to the other side. There are so few of those, those to give the proper prayers. <sighs> you said you search for approval on what you're doing. What is it that you're doing? I'm being a mysterious whatever. I suppose being an abbess is what most of what I am doing. I'm looking for accords. 
peaceful methods to problems around here. Mostly those who view me inside in any requests for supplies, aid, are not viewed well. I simply wish to have a working relationship. So you provide sanctuary to those who might otherwise be unwanted? No, no. The town, someone would need to move through first, and the town is good at viewing who should stay and who should not. They regulate themselves, figure out who is good and who isn't, and who should care of mine, my flock, as they require aid, succor, and I make sure they take care. I search for greater solutions on the horizons, as we all do, do we not? Agreed. Uh, pipes up. Are they... He kind of points over to where wherever she sent the, the two guys off to. They headed back through the creaking iron gates. Yeah, then, then they'll just motion towards, you know, the direction they went. Um, be sick, or... They were. Not not anymore. We'll give that kind of a skeptical eyebrow raise before shutting back up. So forgive me, my dear Inquisitor, I'm not sure what you are looking for. Was it simply answers about my enigmatic wants? Generally, things that hold the power, things or people that hold the power to bring someone back from the dead are also incredibly dangerous. Oh dear, I do not mean to give such an impression. I simply wish for there to be peaceful understanding, cooperation. I apologize if you're looking for evils, something to stop. And if you view that which I do here as such, I once again apologize more fervently. I, but I am wishing to do good and create understanding. See, I do have a question. Since you said that this divine magic works solely on the recently deceased, that is the intent. Yes, before spirit has so vacated the those passed away. Those who would remain of a clinging geist have since left this realm for their own sleep to be eternal. Could you... Please voice your question. What of those not dead, not precisely? Do you, speak of, them? Do you speak of ghouls, of the vampires, of anything else caught between? What are you searching for? Answers, my dear. All of the above, really. <laughs> Ghouls are much too far gone, I'm afraid. Body and spirit having separated. What little they had clinging here. Rendered memory left in the body. I have no aid for them, I'm afraid. I have little aid to provide to anyone, but especially to those who have completely gone. Spirits frequently view the same. The bodies decayed or damaged or angered to an extent that they do not wish to return. Vampires, however, I would not know. Though they frequent the lands, they rarely come here. The village is so well defended. I would never view such a thing. I see. I would not give up hope, though. Hope is what defines us in these trying times. I'll leave you to your business. Uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, Grimhild fucking leaves. She's walking quickly. <laughs> okay. With a series of crunches through the snow, Grimhild immediately walks away after that. <laughs> Once she's a suitable distance, she throws up. Uh, hopefully out of your shot. I don't know. I'm certain you could get there as long as she was throwing up within, you know, just a number of steps. <laughs> the, the road immediately begins to curve and it's winding paths and you can be out of sight without, of at least of the gate, without too much difficulty. What about everyone else? What are all you doing? Faustus is still watching in silence. Still standing there, kind of starstruck. Looking between her and Grove and Conrad and just very unsure. 
Of course, if there's any need of aid you require, the church will be happy to supply one of its own. One of its own? You, an inquisitor. Though us, again, my wards are not entirely certain of the outside entirely, we'll happily supply you in your efforts. If you're in need of succor, that of your compatriots, those who would serve you in these dark times, we'll happily supply you with what efforts and aid we can. Well, we're well equipped, well provisioned. I think the most, the most important thing I could ask is for your blessing. Of course. Please, if you would. She'll just gesture kind of a hand fanning before her, a sort of motion to kneel. He kneels again, head down, eyes straight, back straight. You know how to do this, Conrad. <laughs> to the angels that oversee us, the Avacyn above them, all of us on ground and sky and sea, and the land that serves us, no matter how distant we are, I pray for your passage through what you may do, through darkness you may suffer. And for whatever the church has for you, may you bring light to this land and serve the world ever further by the angel's grace. We are blessed. And she presses a finger to your forehead and leaves it there for a moment before pulling away. Her skin is soft, impossibly so, and it warms against the cold. And you feel it radiate outward from there. My words shall never be thanked enough, so I shall endeavor to do so with my actions. Thank you. There's no need. I'm simply an abbess. Here to serve. It is by his might, our saint, he who watches after us, even in his death. Conrad nods and crosses himself, stands up. If at all, my dear Inquisitor. Hmm? Is that all, my dear Inquisitor? Is there anything else you wish for? Have you heard anything about our goal here in Stensia? I'm afraid I haven't. We're here to bring justice to Strefenmore. Indeed. Well, that is truly a broad goal. Yes, well, after the blessing I've been given, nothing feels impossible. That's truly high praise. I wish your endeavor brings you to truth. He smiles broader than usual, looks back at the others. I'm satisfied. Anyone else? You're satisfied, I'm satisfied. Faustus walks past him without saying a word. Uh, away or toward? Uh, out of the room. Or out of the, away from the encounter. Away from the gates, sure. Yeah. Eh, Grove's probably gone by now. Sure. Yeah, Larry probably left with Grove. Actually, he probably didn't want to be followed. I.e., I'll make a stealth check to not get seen by her. Goodbye. Well, no, just when you leave, she'll start to leave, and if you go off on your way, she's like, whatever. Okay, so, yeah. Sure. Um, so yeah, no need to roll that then. Us force people understand each other when we want to be alone, apparently. Yeah. I'm a forest person. Eh, not really. <laughs> Initially, you're now a city person. You got the stink of city life all over you, boy. I'm, a, I'm just a cosmopolitan forest person. <laughs> stink of city life. I wish you well, my dear Inquisitor, she says, as everyone seems to have departed before you. You know that I know, correct? She pauses. Her expression has relatively remained unchanged this entire time. Serene, but non-expressive. I suppose I do now. Nonetheless, take care. The yes. world is a harsh one. And I'm glad there are those who s search for effort, for truth, for goodness. I hope you find it. And for what little it matters, in the name of Avacyn and St. Traft, I bless your endeavors as well. I'm too honored by that. Farewell. Nods and passes, and passes away is not the correct choice of words. <laughs> 
He leaves the area. <laughs> it's okay, she's right there. She turns, boy. She turns back towards the gate, and once again she steps to the snow. It's not that it's silent, but it is so quiet and essentially graceful that it seems to be nothing against the sound of your own steps walking away as she moves back inside. To those of you who wish to meet, as Conrad departs from the gate, feel free to converse. I will be right back, however. Yeah, I'll, I'll run as anyone who's still, like, relatively nearby. Yeah, Faustus is probably not too far out of sight of uh, where they were talking. You continue to confuse me. She can't help. You heard her yourself. And yet you're still not the least bit curious? You're no. A sci- you're a scientist, Faustus. I don't tell you how to inquisit. You don't tell me anything. There's nothing left of Arcelia. It's been years. There can be nothing left of her body at this point. Nothing meaningful. Your interest in this conversation was simply as far as it could aid you in that one endeavor? The church didn't help back then. Do you know who that was? No. Do you care? Yes. Who was she? She was an angel. In truth, I've yet to be impressed. It's all well and good. The boy deserved to live. Good that he had help here when he needed it. We've seen three angels this trip. One self-interested and limited. One corrupted and dead. And another just plain disinterested. Came to mark the death of a soldier. That was it. They aren't coming to fix this. Any of this. I see. And in truth, a man like me has no business talking with an angel. Sometimes a man like you, that's what he needs most. I know what I need. Do you? Yes. Yes, I do. And nothing else matters to you. I'm still here, aren't I? Because what? We're useful to you? Well, useful is a strong word. That's the one you mean, isn't it? In truth, part of me wonders if, well, not you, but if Grimhild is a liability to me. I'm sure she means well by murdering me, but I can't help but feel that it's not helpful to my goals. I have difficulty disagreeing with you there. But I hope by now you find some value in our company other than as stepping stones to your goals. Or if it's the case now, I hope you find something else. You're the closest thing in the world I have to a friend, Conrad. That statement is not as reassuring as I hoped it would be when I thought it. And he'll turn and head towards the town. Can't keep me down. I'm blessed. Um... So I'll go in roughly inverse order. Um, where did Nick head off to? Is he accompanying anyone? Is he, uh, anyone talking? He, he stuck around with Conrad, but I figure when those two, like, cause I, I tried to interject, but my, uh, I was muted without realizing it for like, uh, a yeah, minute. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I'll assume when those two talked, he's like, Oh, those two having a, another weird talk again. I'm, I'm not, I'm just going to gave them their space, but then went to, do you go visit Conrad after they depart? Uh, yeah, not, not, not to visit with him privately. Cause he's about to yell, but <laughs> are you, is there any particular moment where you're waiting to do this for yelling? Is this a ways down the hill? Is this just immediately as soon as possible? It's just, you know, as far as can be reasonably assumed that he won't hear their conversation. Sure. Like, He's giving them social space to, to you know. No, no, I get that. So it's not long until their conversation hits a head and Faust descends in a more quick fashion down the hill. Oh, good, good. Looks up towards Conrad. You, you, you see what I'm talking? Yes. How can I help you, Nick? Good, good. Uh, 
then maybe someone could tell me what in Avison's bones is going on. Yes, I would be happy to do so. Did you see what was under that cloak? I did not. It it looks like an old dog stitched to a human somewhere. Oof, that does sound painful. But yes, I would happy. I'd be happy to tell you exactly what's happening, Nick. Good, great. That woman was an angel, and I'm a devil. Now continue. No, but tell really. He puts his hands on Nick's shoulder, looks him in the eye. She was an angel. Illyria's not that far off from them because she just kind of wandered and head just snaps. Yeah, you're looking over there. Nick's not trying to be quiet, is he? No, no, no. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, Larry, you can easily hear that. Yeah, no, just like head snap. <clears throat> Crack, flop. Okay. Um, What is she doing out here, then? She is providing succor to the to the needy. The angels do yet care for Stencia. Maybe this. she's walking over. This is a stupid question, but where were her wings? To, dis- to disguise oneself is no great task for an angel. Hmm. What, why? Why disguise herself and then... <sighs> it's, not, it's not like people in, in Gavany or Havengul are just getting yanked up out of the ground every day. What is with this kid? Why does he matter? Why is she not? <sighs> Conrad's just wearing this big, unsettling grin. What? Oh, what use does this possibly serve? She said that she found him worthy, found him to be a good man. This one, uh, among the, the thousands of, of good men who have died. <laughs> and it appears she found it necessary to... As long as this blasted place has existed. But it's this kid. This kid's important. She mentioned something of the will of the divines, and I wish I the could... The divine is her, Conrad. I wish I could right? understand better, Nick. I really do. Do you think I don't find it unfair? It's not even about its unfairness. It's about that it's so god it is so damned arbitrary. That's what we're for, Nick. We're here to even the scorecard. Us. You. The ones who, who angels could knock aside. Twenty of us with a blow. It's our job to even the scorecard? Yes. Because we're down here. We understand better than they do. They have divine understanding, but we talk to people. Whatever. Uh, I guess we don't need to check this place out anymore. You're satisfied? No, Conrad. I am the opposite of satisfied. I am the furthest possible thing from satisfied. You don't mean unsatisfied. (laughs) We leave this apparently very special place. I have to admit, I was hoping this would be a more positive experience for my friends. But yes, let's go. The rules shouldn't change, Conrad. It shouldn't be some people are deemed more worthy than others. These have always been the rules. I've never heard of angels resurrecting other children that would to, were to be great. So you'd rather this one stay dead just for the justice of it? No, I'd rather more people be alive. <laughs> if it's good enough to raise one, why don't they raise every good person? I'm done with this conversation. I'm sorry. And as Illyria and Nick break off from you, uh, I, I presume Illyria, you do too. Yeah, yeah, she'll wander, she'll follow Nick. They break off from you, wandering ahead through the crust of snow. 
leaving you and your blessing alone, comrade, falling behind in the powder white. To catch back up with some of the people who left earlier, um, specifically Grimhild, what are you up to? That's a good question. Um, she's probably just going to be not around for a little while. Like, is that just take a just trying to avoid being seen? Or? Yeah, just kind of not around anyone for a little bit. Are you going to attempt to leave the town, or just be in place in the town where no one will check? Uh, probably outside of town for a bit. Okay. Um, do you let anyone know? Not specifically party members. Do you let anyone know about this, or contact anyone, or do you just head out? I think she just heads out. Okay. Um, alright. And one final note before, as everyone begins to vacate down the hill, those of you traveling down see a wolfhound, not just in simply one to hunt wolves, but one that's part wolf, wanders back up the hill, silently padding along the snow. And Conrad, you see you, the dog, heading in your direction, bearing a parchment in his mouth. He moves up to you and raises it up towards your hand. I will receive the parchment. (laughs) In somewhat rough but very carefully marked handwriting, each individual one looking pretty similar, but harsh marks. You see just the words, meet me on the hilltop at moonrise. What phase of the moon is it? Uh, not not phase. phase. It's <laughs> moon phases are weird on Innistrad. It's pretty much sticking around what they call the harvest moon. It's not just like a cycle. It's a specific state that it's in. Great. <laughs> when the moon like the moon doesn't move at the same speed through our sky, like through Innistrad sky as it does through ours. Like the cycles of the moon generally take up their year rather than the month. I love it. <laughs> you probably should have asked her if she can, you know, take. There's her, multiple changes, like. <laughs> Full moons are a different thing entirely. Uh, there's a lot that isn't specifically stated. I make up a lot of this as I go, but this is one thing yeah. that, like, yeah, phase of the moon is not something you need to be worried about. Okay, um, what time is it? If you're meaning, it is, I will state, it is specifically not full moon. That just passed recently. Okay. See, if you flip the ta- it, the parchment over, it says, do you like me? Check yes or check no. <laughs> the dog <laughs> wrote that one. He's very skilled. Meet me under the cherry blossom tree. Do you like me? Yes, absolutely. Amazingly so. <laughs> I tricked him. Um, <laughs> also, it's midday. But, uh, yes, it is beginning to reach around scraping to the end, uh, to the end of the 10 o'clock period around 11. All right. I guess I'm going to head back to the blacksmith and offer my services up again. Okay. Uh, Illyria, uh, not Illyria. Um, um, actually, I think. Grimble. Oh, what are you up to? A little bit after walking around, she realizes what's up. Uh, well, no, she doesn't realize up. She she goes and finds Conrad. Oh, not you too. Yeah, yeah, definitely me too. <laughs> And oh, right. shit for being a good Conrad, person. <laughs> are you attempting to make yourself scarce as time goes on? What do you do when you approach the bottom of the hill and the snow has begun to melt in the day? I'm sorry? What do you do when you get down from the hill? Where will Grimhild find you? Uh, walking openly to the blacksmith. I'm not the stealthiest person in will or ability. Sure. Grimhild, you find him sitting down at the blacksmith as he's currently taken off any of the gear that would weigh him down from doing simple hard work. The actual blacksmith herself is currently uh, off to the side, not particularly paying attention to his work. Conrad. You too. I help you. I just need to know why you trusted her so quickly and completely. Um, 
are we close? Are we like out of earshot of of the other blacksmith, especially with all the clanging going on? Yeah, with the heavy noises of bellows and metal, um, and next to your section with your hammer next to the wooden platform you're working against, uh, it's not too far as Grimhild has padded through the dirt path to where you are. It's easy if you whisper to. I mean, not exceptionally whisper, yeah. just have hushed tones that you wouldn't be overheard. I'm a bit hesitant to say so, given the way the others reacted, but she was an angel. Literally? An angel, or perhaps a living saint, but I believe angel. I see. Understood. When I see, I see with the eyes of the eyes of the heavens, and it's never steered me wrong. Not once. She kind of closes her eyes and takes a deep breath. Very well. And she awkwardly pats her shoulder. That goes to the band's house. That was somehow more unnerving than the others. <laughs> <laughs> As you say that to her leaving to the heavy pats, walking back through the slowly dissipating snow. Um, let's stick with this for the moment as you approach back to the Baron's house. Did anyone else head back there? Did you fan out back to previous jobs? As as far as Nick knows, they're headed back to Palas pretty soon, so he is actually going to walk around the town, see if anybody needs anything, uh, like letters or small items brought there. Because they're taking the trip. Sure. Um, almost certainly they do. There's always something that needs to be traveling to one place or another. Um, you find yourself eventually being directed to a cart that is of uh, goods to be transferred over there for um, equivalent on the way back, but someone else will be able to pick it up and transfer it back over. It need not be you. Um, but in particular, this specific offer, you are given a small handful of letters, a number of very small personal items. Um, and given a handful of simple pastries and uh, dried meats to keep you on the way over as payment for what you're doing. He eyes the pastries warily. Can't fucking trust confectionery. <laughs> Did anyone else head towards Barons? I will take that as a no. Grimhild, you arrive there, and it's much more quiet than the other time you had visited. Um, as you approach inside, you can see uh, there doesn't there only seems to be the Baroness inside, currently sitting at the table working on some leather work of some kind, embedding a sort of metal stud into a supple piece of leather. Brown. She doesn't specifically look up as you enter. Yes. She looks up, despite having her tools set, and uh, her focus having been almost unbreakable a moment before. She sets them down. Seems you're one of the few to receive a genuine miracle. You are certain. As certain as I can be. She blinks a lot, looking not specifically at anything, almost as if trying to avoid looking at anything for a moment as she looks around, a hand under her head as she closes her eyes for another moment. <sighs> okay, okay. I can merely suggest that you don't expect such blessings in the future. <sighs> I never would. I scarcely but expected something such as this to begin with. Yes, I'll. See you before I leave, I suppose. Grimhild. Yes. Thank you. Stensia is not an easy place for anyone. And though this may have been a miracle, it would not have been an easy one were it not for someone looking out for it. So I thank you. Here. She lifts up another piece of leather work. This one not fresh and new like the thing she's working on currently stretched over a simple wooden loop. This one is is a knife sheath. Um, it is studded with uh, simple metal 
studs, I suppose, um, indicating an opening towards the front of it that is like that of a mouth of a dragon. And it is a, a very simple knife. You can tell from the handle. Polished wood, cared for. She just hands it over to you. It is nothing great or powerful, but it is a measure of thanks. Keep yourself safe. She kind of... So the handle's polished wood, you said? It's nice polished wood, yes. Okay. Yes, she'll take it. Head out. Okay. Yeah, like, if people want to roll insight, please let me know what you figure out, because she has no fucking idea. (laughs) Uh. Okay. Um, To count with other people who are currently doing things during this time, uh, Illyria, what are you up to? Illyria is probably... She'll go over to where the fields are and see if people want more help, either bringing, either clearing things out, getting things moved, etc. She's just trying to not think about the dichotomy of what humans are worth it and which ones aren't. Sure. They are more than happy to receive aid, um, especially from someone who understands plants as well as you do. And you're able to bring in a bit more of the harvest root vegetables with ease. Um, as you see other, others off taking care of their sheep flocks. Um, and let's see, Faustus, what are you up to? He's uh, probably walking around the uh, edge of town, just keeping an eye out for uh, graveyards and such. There are a few. They're scattered, really. They're not like a focused area, not one single graph. Rather, they are attached to buildings, moreover. This is not a place where they have a large central graveyard, as that is such a large space of town. It seems, though, from a few of the tombstones, you find that people bury their dead out directly behind those buildings that they lived in. But as a result of that, it is very easy for you to find a number of small graphs. All right. Yeah, he'll mostly walk around the town, and just maybe not quite realizing that he's looking for any sign that Arcelia had been there. Okay. As you walk around town, once again, you find yourself moving by one of the squares, and you can see the Baron there, um, tending to uh, an individual currently managing uh, reparations of a door, really, at this moment in time. Uh, making sure it's set up properly, sturdily, nailing the mirror onto the front of it. And as he sees you pass by, he raises a hand, dark, and walks over to you. A big smile across his face, standing out against his skin. Faustus, was it yes? Yes. Yes, it was. Well... I remember you asked something about uh, the Inquisitor that passed through a couple of years ago, right? Looking at any information we had on her? Yes. What What do you have? Well, I checked my journals in the bit of time I had. Uh, there wasn't much other than accounting for her visit here. She stayed with ours. Um, was charming, friendly, all of that. Um, and made mention of what she was like. But really, the one she spent the most time with, other than the armors and weaponsmiths we had at the time, Lazio rest his soul, uh... She spent a lot of time with one of our hunters, Lazana. She's a bit older now than she used to be at that point in time. Uh, I mean, obviously, everyone is, but she's a lot more serious than she was then. But they spent a number of days together out uh, investigating some areas, if you wish to speak with her. Yes, where is she? She's stationed in one of the homes near the edge of town. I can lead you there if you'd like, or send someone along your way. Whatever's convenient. Certainly. He moves over to where the door is being fixed. Up you go. Rudin, show him the way. You can learn more about door making another time. Uh, y- yes, sir. And this sort of uh, hand-wringing young man's, uh, 
Lazana, yes. Uh, I can show you this way. Her shack's that way. This direction. Um, you just follow me, sir. And he wanders off. Uh, you find yourself very near the opening of the town. Um, it's a very small house. Uh, one would be one would call it a shack were it made of poor uh, material. But to look upon it, uh, you can see from the outside, there are a number of simple hunting traps hanging up next to it. Uh, a few barrels out front, boxes. Um, there's a tanning rack currently not in use. Um, but all the materials seem fine. There seems to be, from the lack of ice gathered around some of the windows, uh, heat coming from inside. W- would you like me to stay and make an introduction, sir? Uh, no, I think I'll be fine. Uh, Excellent. Uh, you you have a good one. Me too. And uh, he pretty quickly escapes your presence. Yeah, he'll go up and knock on the door. Sure. The path to it has been cleared, swept, or shoveled in some manner removed from the way of the walk. Um, as you approach to it, after a series of raps against the sturdy cut logs. Yeah. Uh, one moment, and some shuffling footsteps leading up to there. Opening the door, there is a woman, mid-twenties, very pale blonde hair, paler than Arcelia's ever was, but a little bit darker skin. Her clothes are all very pale leathers, not quite white, but much lighter than you're generally seen. Um, no armaments kept on her person, though, uh, as you look at her, you can also notice there's a number of small scars about her face, just thin few cuts, not any sort of big disfiguring things. Um, she looks tired to look upon her. They're not necessarily unrested, just weary. You're one of the passers through. Kind of. I don't know. That could be anything but a yes or no. You see she carries in her offhand some half-filled cup. She pulls it up towards her mouth, takes a big drink out of it. You're looking for something. My name is Faustus Pent. She lowers the cup from her mouth. And looks at you with a brush to her lips to remove any moisture there. Huh. Can't say it's exactly what I expected of you. I'd love to know what you heard. There's a lot I'd like to know. Uh, better come inside then. Need something to drink. She says she immediately turns and walks inward without closing the door behind her. Yeah, I'll step in and close the door. It's a one-room shack. You can see a bed piled up with a number of animal furs, um, a stove currently red and warm, a number of simple shelves, and just a pile of firewood. There's not much more than that, other than you can see uh, equipment for making arrows, uh, quite a number of arrows themselves as a result, and uh, two bows hung up on the corner next to a hatchet. Yeah, he'll take a seat. Yeah, you find one of the chairs. There are a couple, though, almost more stools than anything else, but they're piled uh, with enough furs that it's not uncomfortable to rest yourself in. Lasana herself lowers herself just to seat on the bed. Uh, hand on the cup again. Want something to drink? Yes, that seems like a good idea. Tea, ale, wine. We have some wine left. More just gone to town, I suppose, if you want me to go out, but I have a little bit on hand if you want a glass. No, I don't need more. Tea, then? I don't know where to start. I presume deciding your drink would be a good spot. Fine, the wine. Very well. She stands up and moves over to one of the shelves, pulls a mostly nondescript-looking bottle out, begins pouring into another earthenware mug. Not really a name I expected to hear again, says. She begins, you hear the cork being plugged back into the bottle. 
pretty distinctive one, though. Yeah, he'll. She, you go. Yeah, he'll take it. Yeah, she hands it off. She lowers herself back onto the bed with the other mug in her hand. I heard Two you years, huh? worked with her. Yeah, you yeah. can say that. Yes. Sorry, he'll offer a half-hearted toast. Yeah, yeah. She'll also raise up her mug without much effort involved in it. Not exactly disdain for effort, more of a to it. Working with is a way of saying it. She did some hunts. Killed some things I wouldn't have. She was strong. Stronger than I. I was but a kid at the time, though. She so just makes a hell of a difference. Yeah. I guess it didn't make a difference. Spoke kindly of you. It's the only reason I remember the name at all. Said it enough times. Beginning to so distinctive. Real smile. Start to touch his face. You don't hear much about a name like Faustus here in Stensia. Very Nefalian name. Your fancy pants. Sword schools. Artistry. Takes another sip. She was from Nefalia, you know. We went to school together. Sure. Sure was. But she didn't talk like it. Well, she talked nice like, but understood what it was here. That might have been the one time that I understood better than her. What was that? What Stensia would be like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's a fucking shit show. How was she? Never known someone to take charge like that. Even the Baron. He knows how to handle a town, how to handle people, how to talk with them, how to make them do things. She gestures with her mug as she speaks. It doesn't slosh much. You can tell the liquid in it has gotten low. But she raises up towards her face. Not drinking from it, just kind of occluding her mouth. She had ideals, a powerful way of wanting to do them. And like some of those in power, she wanted to do them herself. You know how many times I've wanted to do something in this town since she's been here? How many times I've wanted those things that look outside to be gone? How much I've wanted to stop them myself? And then realize I'm nothing without that sort of might. The town wants to keep itself safe and good on it for that. Land dies every moment we don't do something, and yet... I don't think anyone's good enough to do that anymore. No one was second good day, her. The second day she was here. Got three werewolves. Three. Brought them in. Tossed them on the table. You tell what they were. Clothes ripped. Blood covered. Not wearing much. They were just here. Things that had plagued us. There are a lot of werewolves out here in the Outland Valleys. But we had a couple. And after that we didn't have many. At all. We didn't hear from them. Because she took one day to find them. And present them to us like some sort of... Simple mouse a cat would catch. It's that easy. <sighs> to do something to help a hunter like one of us. Like me. She drains the rest of her glass. Faustus leaves his glass sitting on the table, just listening. You don't see many who want to come out here and change things. Few want to come out here at all. But not those who want to change things. Well, <laughs> those who want to change things themselves anyway. Those who say they want change. Baron doesn't tend to let them in the city if they're just doing that. He makes sure people do things before they get in. He wouldn't let an inquisitor in if they just wanted to anyway. Present a defanged vampire at his door, though. That'll get his attention. She made everything better. She had force of will. Better than I can say for almost anyone in this town. That's, that's not me saying anything bad about the Baron, you hear? He's a good man. Strong man. Keeps us safe. But fuck it. I'm not tired of all this bullshit. I'm not tired of being scared every time I go outside. You hear we got ghoul callers now? Coming in and raising the dead just because they feel like they can get somewhere with it. I've Along heard. with the vampires and werewolves already. All of them coming in here, making my life a living hell just trying to get a single deer for meals. It's bullshit. It is. 
And here she was making a difference, doing what it took. And then just... Just what? And just got snuffed out. Everything else good in this area. Everything else I've ever wanted. Everything else I've seen. My parents, every... Everything here. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Don't mean to get emotional. It's fine. He's got the hint of uh, tears at the side of his eyes. I don't even know anymore. What do you do to make a difference in these times, eh? Try and keep myself well fed. Try and keep those around me well fed. Do it as best I can. But just another fucking reason. Another reason. Do anything. Anything more than just go out there and shoot another animal. Just keep myself warm at night. That's shit. That's not shit. It does seem like a waste. I don't mean to get angry. You're new in town. Probably looking for good things to hear. I don't care. I don't need good things. I know nothing good happened here. I just want to know more about what happened. I can tell you more. What good that happened was while she was here. Before she left. Before garbage came back to this shithole. When they used to be afraid. When I wasn't the only one. Not, not just me. When the town wasn't the only one to be afraid to go out at night. I'm glad she improved your lives. I don't know about everyone else. They carry on like much is the same. She called me an assistant once. Not quite a princess. Worked with her. Taught me how to make a good wooden sword. How to make an arrow that would still fly even when it was one not tip with metal. Never killed a vampire before. And the bloodsuckers. They all forget. They all did because they didn't know her. They all lived here. Safe. Still. Behind the walls. Because we're separated. But they didn't know what it felt like to be free for one moment. I wasn't afraid. For a while there. Everything had to go back to being nothing. She could do that. She did it before. You know, I asked her to stay. It would be better if she took you up on the offer. Yes. Yes, it would have. I almost begged. And my one regret is that I didn't. I'm sorry. Here I am, daily, going to tears. Based on something that must have hurt a thousand times more for you. I don't remember before. At least not what it felt like. When she was there, when she wasn't. When she was there, all I know is that there's nothing on this world that could ever come close. I know it's greedy. She wanted to give herself to a world that wasn't good enough to have her. Damn right. I wanted her all for myself. At least, (sighs) she would have been different if she stayed. She had to help people. (laughs) I suppose so. What was the last time you saw her? The last time I saw her was when she was heading out. Leaving Tackful Crusade back to try and fix the problem at its source. Told us that devil, not an actual devil, of course. The vampire, Maurer. And as she says that, she spits at the corner of the room. Not a particular location, it just moisture catches into the dirt floor. She'd go in to finish it. Some other folks she had. I wanted to go. So the place was here. It's me. I was a hunter, not... A Cathar. Wasn't prepared for that shit. Maybe she was right. I'm alive. Worse for it. She smiled. Real bright like. Brighter than her hair. So everything was going to be fixed soon. Yeah. Well, we're here to fix that. Fix what? Get rid of the evil that cut her down. (laughs) How? How? She had an army with her. You get that, right? I I, I heard people enter town. I heard there was a couple of you. That's why I knew you entered in with, even if important and such, but she had an army. It didn't work. 
I know. Her might and her army couldn't do it. So why are you going to be able to then? I don't know. I have ideas, but I truly don't know. But I'll spend my life to try, if nothing else. They won't write a poem about our love or an epic tale, but if it comes to it, at least I'll know in the last few moments before the darkness takes me that I came and tried. Fuck. It's a lot better one than I could do. It's not just you, right? No. I want to do it. Okay. An inquisitor, a monster hunter, a wayward Cathar, a prodigal, wild mage, and a hunter from the backwoods. We're finding allies here. Would it be too you. much for me to count me? Would it be too much for my to request? When it comes time to be there, then. Not at all. If she was a friend of yours, she's a friend of mine. If you're a friend of mine. She straightens herself out from where she's sitting on the piled up furs. Such with a clunk, the mug on one of the wooden surfaces next to her. Stands herself up and walks over to you very purposely and extends out a broad, scarred hand. He'll hold out his hand covered in a leather work glove. She clasps it. Not a grip like trying to, of course, intimidate her crush anything out of your hand, but sturdy. It's wanting to make sure it's there. Yeah. He grips back surprisingly strongly. We'll try and fix this fucking mess, eh, then? Maybe. I hope. More is the top of the pile right now. I'm sure someone else will try to take his place, but maybe they'll be weaker. And maybe eventually no one will take their place. Not beating any one of them king of vampires. Certain to do something for morale, I suppose. I certainly hope so. We'll fuck him, knock him down a peg or two at the very least. You should talk to Conrad. Who's he? He worked with Arcelia. He's an inquisitor of the church as well. All right, then. Talk Which to I him. S- see if he'll teach you how to be an inquisitor. So you have to be one of the regular church members first, then? Probably. Seems much too Arce- for me. Arcelia believed, and it was enough for me. Then I suppose angels watch out for you, friend. I suppose. Faustus. He doesn't. He doesn't betray an expression of the fact sure. that he just walked away from an angel. <laughs> sure. Faustus. It's good meeting you. It's good to meet you. I'll let Thanks you know me. where we go. Please, do. Didn't expect to nearly have waterworks on this day of anyone. Do you keep vigilant out for those filthy bloodsuckers anyway? They get feisty this time of year. They're likely going to get feistier. Fair enough. Do you any of your hunters need any wooden arrows? Make them every day. Keep them fresh. Perhaps. I can send Grove over. Please do. Grimhild may as um, even well. Suppose your Inquisitor is staying with the Baron, then. Should I visit him? Yes. Most of us are. Right. Thank you for your aid. Thank you for a reason. If there's anything I can do for you. <laughs> More than fucking enough. Life was boring as hell for now. Well, hell's pretty exciting, I suppose. You ever see one of the devil openings? One of the mouths? I've been lucky enough to not outside of textbooks. It's fucking awful. Maybe that's what it's like long term, right? But right now, right now, things were, despite the season, having a few of them stop by our gates. Vampires, not devils, that is. It's been shit, to say the least. But doing something, always better than doing nothing. That's what I realized. That's what I realized, too. Let's hope good comes from this, then. She claps you on the shoulder with her right hand. Let's hope so. Oh, forgot. I, I suppose you'd be wanting this. And 
she moves over to one of the shelves and see her reach over and pull out a very well-kept, small, uh, more of a pin than anything else, about a couple inches tall, silver collar of Avison. What? She left this with me, token to stay by, said it would keep me safe. Suppose it should be going to those. Doesn't have her anymore. Plus, I've been safe long enough, isn't that right? Think someone with such a grand plan as you should be using it more than me. He nods, uh, eyes widened a little bit. This is not just a collar of Avison. I mean, collars of Avison are nice and beautiful pieces of work, especially those made of true silver. You, it wasn't just a ceremony that gave this to her, though. It was you that gave this to her. You didn't specifically make it, but it was a celebration to her becoming a full Inquisitor. You knew her before she was an Inquisitor. This was to celebrate that, to keep her safe. He'll take it and basically grip her around it in his palm until his fingers are white. Well, inside the gloves. May whatever power Avison has left. Take care of you, right? You need to live to make sure this all goes through. Make sure someone remembers. I hope so. I need to go. Do. Let me know. Send a letter, something, when you're done, when you're ready. He nods and uh, steps out of the house quickly. She makes a motion like she was going to say more, but as soon as you please, just kind of nods. Take care. He nods, uh, running, just to get the energy out. Okay. He runs to find a private spot in town. It's not hard to find, despite the small size of the town with everyone continuing to do work. It's easy enough to find an area secluded between trees where you can find a bend, a Y in them, where no one else is at the moment. He unbuttons his coat and uh, sits down on the ground, pulling his knees up to his chest and wrapping his arms around them with the pin in his hands and thinks for a long time. Does it get any better? It never gets better. Okay. So. Uh, Grove, as you messaged to me, I believe you were sleeping during this time. Yep. Um, eventually you're awakened as the sun begins going down. Everyone else, I be- you've proceeded with either helping with work or getting ready for time to depart. Um, if the sun gets low, it doesn't quite go down. You're not waiting till the end of the day, everyone. And Grove, you're taking a nap. I don't think you're waiting till nightfall, are you? No, he's just exhausted, so he's sleeping. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll allow you to purge that, uh, fatigue, exhaustion from you. Which is a pretty shitty thing to have on you, so good for you getting <laughs> resting it off. Um, so, are you all intending to leave today? I don't know if we even have a, another destination yet, do we? You sound Some of you sounded like you were wanting to go back to Palas from here. Um, what is the question if you all intend to leave today? Uh, also worth asking, uh, Grimhild, when do you come back within the walls? Um, huh. Probably after uh, at least a few hours. Sure. Yeah. You just go back to work when you come back inside, or... Yeah. Um, well, I guess very importantly, Conrad, you received a message. What is your intent at this point in time? Um, sure. I feel secure enough to go to the, uh, the, the hilltop at moonlight. Uh, so, um, when everyone ends up reconvening, I suppose, at some point or another, you need to communicate. Um, uh, Conrad, you've gotten all, uh, not Conrad, uh, Nick, you've gotten all the stuff of folks that they're intending to distribute back later. Um, you can communicate whether you wish to leave today or tomorrow or at any given time. Uh, so when, when do we... Also, we need to figure out what we're going to do next. Do you wait to meet up with everyone as a whole, or are you speaking to anyone in particular? I'm just, uh, as a whole. Okay, so this would probably be around dinner time when you're all... At least any of those who you who wish to move back towards the Baron's house. Yeah, sure. So, worth noting, who of those is that? I'm going. Conrad, Nick, uh, confirmed. Who else? 
Faustus doesn't show up for dinner. Cool. Uh, yeah, neither does Grimhilda. Sure. Grove is away. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Alira, what about you? You keep working? Or are you going home? Okay, no. I'm sitting here like, Illyria is being the, the only normal person in this entire party and going to dinner and I eating. Dinner? Great. We are, we are you, Nick, and Conrad. Is, it's going to be great. You, Nick, and Conrad meet up on the way back. You've done a good amount of work today, and people are genuinely thankful of you, Illyria, by the way. Everyone's That's thankful of the work people put in, but you you understand land and plants better than a lot of people here, since that is all you do and that's not trying to insult you that's more of a that's literally what you've trained your life to do so yeah. the fact that you understand these things mean that they are extremely thankful of that which you help harvest for them but as you get back to your well-earned meal you meet up with fastest and nick i'm not fast and nick conrad and nick this is gonna be an awkward ass dinner as nick brings in like an armful of crap he's signed up to be a postman for <laughs> why do you, why do you have all those things uh, last I heard, we were heading back to Palos, right? I don't know. I didn't know the plan after here. I think that'd be a reasonable choice. Right, well, assuming that was what was going on, I figured I'd go around and see if anybody needed anything moved. I know there's not exactly, uh, shall we say, a reliable... Oh, Nick. ...service. What? I finally figured out how to twist a basket hilt. Finally figured out how to twist a basket hilt? Yes. Uh, oh, oh, you mean, you mean to, to make one? Yes. That's great. She's just, you know, standing there, eyes flicking back and forth, feeling that awkwardness. All right, what's wrong? Where's everybody else? Shrug. Apparently not hungry. I'm starving. I did a lot of work bringing in a lot of food, and I don't know about you two, but I'm ready to eat a horse. Please don't eat a horse. If if they don't have that many, I, I would suggest against it. They remove a lot of their transportation options. Elio says, as she slings in from one of the side alleys. Well, horse meat is terrible anyway, but it's just the same. That is exactly wrong. Horse meat's pretty good. Well, anyway. Where's the rest of you? That's what we were just wondering. Shrug times two. I mean, I know you tend to fan out into individual adventures when you're within the townscape, but I figured that at this point you'd be heading back for a well-earned meal. They're off to their own devices, perhaps literally in one of their cases. I suppose so. How goes the planning for events to come? Fairly well, I think. Oh, that's so. Good. Glad to hear it. I'm glad it's as much of a mystery to everyone else as it is to me, then. Yulia, they're being they're being awkward. Will you come eat dinner with me, please? I am oh, trying. I was going to attend dinner the entire time. <laughs> Thank I, you. I am trying to make connections here. In town or between these individuals at this very moment? Between these individuals. Are you all not connecting properly? There were some words said. Ooh, this sounds like drama. I'm interested. There were some words? No. No, the issue wasn't the words that were said. Uh, Ooh, more drama. Never, never mind. Is there anything I need to No, you can't start something like this and leave no. it off. No, and that's the problem. This is fascinating, and I want to know more. <sighs> Knowing more doesn't make it make any more sense, I promise you. Really? Yes. Mm. Oh, so they're just angry for no particular reason? It's a theological discussion. Oh, uh, oh fascinating. I love this. Quick question about the, uh, the, the, the dog note. Did it say to come alone? I forget. No, he very specifically just said, uh, word for word to read it is uh, meet me on the hilltop at moonrise. All right. Well, would it help if you had something else to be interested in, Nick? 
I don't quite take your meaning. I received a note after you walked away. From who? The dog. You? Yes, that one. No, the dog. Me? This is exactly what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> okay. Why was you bringing you a parchment? I have no idea. Grove could probably tell me, but I haven't seen him in quite a while. I'm supposed to meet someone at the hilltop at Moonrise. All right. Ooh. Probably Grove. Wouldn't that, prob- wouldn't that probably be the person who owns the dog? Yes. You'd think, but this was not that awful of handwriting. Also, you think he would have just like like told you rather than yes. Also, that having his dog sent. Ooh, mysterious. So I plan on going myself. Moonrise isn't too too long from now. Do you want someone to watch from the trees in case something bad happens? Wouldn't be an awful idea, but I won't commit you to that. <sighs> I should go find him. Otherwise, we're going to be stuck in this place forever. Grove. Everybody. Faustus, Grimhild. We we need them all. I'll go Do you need help searching. We need consensus. I'll find Grimhild then, if you need fanning out. And you two find Faustus. Fair enough. Fine. It's before dinner or after dinner we're planning to implement this. After food. After dinner, yeah. Good, thank God. Thank Afton. <laughs> Again, could eat a horse not going to, but critical mass density here. Again, oh. horses are actually okay. That's not but the they work so had. hard. How can that meat be tender? Conrad that's eats a plate. Exactly. It's, it's just not like tender. Really it's very sturdy, and that's why it's good. It's very oh, oh, the flavor. I see. That's why you stew it. Yeah, mm. stew it. Oh, believe me. Yes, you have to either stew it or brace it. There's no other way you could go about it. All right, and then we all go and eat. Yeah, you have a good serving of mutton and um, a nice meal. The Baron is there as well as the Baroness, um, and uh, you still don't see their son at the meal table at this point in time. Is there a um, place set for him? No, but uh, they're happy to see you there, and they're still in very jolly moods. And as you arrive in for dinner, the bear, ah, oh, all of you, uh, well, not all of you, a few of you, I got some of the preparations ready for when you were ready to eventually head out. I got some supplies on hand. I didn't receive any particular requests, so I just gave you what I thought you might be interested in. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no. Anything's fine. Um, yes, any sort of supplies elsewise would be handy, but just let me know if you need anything. Or it should be by the door, packed up, ready to go. As soon as you're ready. Great. Yeah, I'll load it up when I load up the cart with the, everything else. Come, it's time for dinner. You've done good work once again, and we reward that here. And yeah, it's another hearty meal. Uh, honey biscuits and a very dense stew, but it's more flavorful than some of the things you've had here. Not quite as fine of cooking as some of those as the uh, wolf steaks that you had back at the Blue Water Inn, but it's good and very uh, filling, to say the least. So, post-dinner. Those three of you who did not come to dinner, are you doing anything in particular as the sky begins turning dark? Not all at once now. Uh, Probably... Uh... Taking out that bottle of wine, that little figure, and probably some nuts and berries that he gathered, and then just kind of sitting. Sure, yeah, you could definitely have nuts and berries. And then just kind of sitting and waiting. Sure. You're going to build Faustus? Anything? Faustus probably just walks up and down the town. Sure. There's still people who work out to this late. Um, Bonfires present throughout the town, melting any snow that lands near them, guttering and flickering in the wind. Um... The town isn't entirely covered with them, but they almost snake up it like some off-colored worm. 
Um, other than that, however, uh, activity has mostly slowed down. You can see the lights inside of individual homes, but there's not a ton of people interacting with you as you move about. Grimhild, doing anything? Um, fuck. Is there anything evil around? <laughs> the party? Are you specifically... Depends. How far afield are you willing to go, and what are you looking for? I don't know. Are you looking to just work out tension on something? Kinda? Well, no. It's... I don't know. She's probably just brooding somewhere. <laughs> it's not hard to find a place to brood. You have an entire forest to do that. Are you staying outside the walls or coming inside, though? Is worth asking. Um, she'll probably head back inside when the cold really starts getting to her. Okay. So post dinner, um, conversation was happy and bright, and still a lot about work, some about experiences and stories, but. There were many laughs to be shared, at least from the Baron and Baroness themselves. I'm not sure how much all of you get into the lively conversation. But eventually dinner ends, and you have your fill of whatever you wish for. Of that they have offerings of, at least. As you separate from the tail, um, uh steps aside with the rest of you. She brushes back her red hair behind one of her ears. So are we searching at this point now? I think that wise. I'm due on a hilltop not too long from now. Make sure they don't die, I suppose. Um... If I find Grimhild fast enough, I suppose I'll head towards your hilltop, just to make sure you're perfectly fine. Thank you. Of course. You take care now. Hmm. And you don't get in problems either. She, like, taps Illyria on the nose. I'm off. You're acquiring a reputation. I hope deservedly. I'm talking to Illyria. What? Ah. I said you're acquiring a reputation. Good or bad? Um, I have no comment. Alright, I imagine Faustus would be in town, yes? Yeah, not really a wander in the woods type. So, we'll find him quickly, and then I'll head up, if that's alright with you. Yeah. Let's stick with that first. Faustus, are you trying to not be found? Not especially. He's just kind of wandering and trying not to wander the same streets often enough that he gets noticed. Sure. Um, the other two, roll me an investigation check. Oh wait, Illyria's here? No. I curl up, I curl up in my armadillo cloak and roll down the hill. What? <laughs> Don't laugh, it works. I'm not saying it doesn't it? work, but I'm not there, so you can walk all boring. Alright, not too great. Um, nine, he's got other stuff in his mind. Come on, moment. It's it's in this one, right? Yes. Sixteen. You beat me. Okay. Uh, as Conrad walks with you, but seems lost in some thought that is capturing most of his mind. Nick, you just keep your eyes out, and eventually you see it's about one road over, lit up by a bonfire as he passes by. You can see the somber figure of Faustus walking at an even pace, stepping through the snow. You point him out. He seems huh. enthused. Oh, yes, there he is. Let us intercede in his path. Take too little out of your way, and walking back up one of the alleys and curving around the forest side... But, uh, Faustus, you see ahead of you as, rounding one of the corners, uh, Nick and Conrad intervene in your path of momentum about, uh, 40 feet ahead. Yeah, he'll look up, uh, tuck something in the pocket of his coat and walk over to them. Hello. Hello. Glad, uh, to, see Glad to see you're doing well. I met a hunter, if anyone needs arrows. Ah, wonderful. We'll let Grove know. She wants to help us fight more. Another ally. So... Not to cut this too short, but Grove's dog gave me a note, and I need to go up the hill. Grove or the dog? The dog, specifically. No Grove. 
Why? That's exactly what I intend to find out. It's just another step in the peculiar dance that is our journey through Stensia. Do you need help? If you'd like to come along, I wouldn't mind the company. Fine. He'll walk, he'll follow them up. Oh, boy. It's hard to lug heavy armor up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> so next question, before, as you're doing that, cutting to the side. Grove, how hard are you trying to be hidden where you are? He's not. Okay. Illyria. <laughs> he's he's me, dangling I... from one leg on a tree. <laughs> Illyria, make me an investigation check. Would nature work better? Nope. All right. <laughs> ah, yes, the grove tree. <laughs> nature works better if you're tracking him through na- na- nature. <laughs> if he's trying to hide. 23, natural 20. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Grove, where are you currently? Space. Uh, on the map, basically at the press, uh, the pinnacle. I'll ping it, and it's just what, the the area that's got a nice little opening. Oh, you're at to the hilltop, see where eh? the moon's at. Yeah, oh, on the hilltop. hilltop. Yeah, weird, huh? <laughs> uh, just right there on the very top of it. Walk, looking out, just kind of sitting there. It's got that. Okay, uh, Illyria, it takes you a bit of wondering and wondering at the same time, and you look around the town and the workers and. Though Grove has made his presence of his work done today, you don't see him, you didn't see him at dinner, and you keep wandering, and eventually it becomes clear that he's clearly not in the township, which either means he's outside the town, or he's further up in it. And as it's the easier area to explore to begin with, you travel up further up in it, especially operating off the idea that maybe that note from you was from him. And eventually you find him near the summit of the hill. Wonderful. Hey. Oh, hi. What are you doing up here? Hmm? What are you doing up here? Uh, just prepping a little thing. Did you send a note with you to Conrad? Yes. Okay. I feel less nervous then. Do people think I've been kidnapped? <laughs> no, we just, we thought, I believed your handwriting could be handwriting could be as good as it was on the note, but they didn't. That's fair. They were nervous that someone else had commandeered you as a means to make Conrad trust where the note came from and then tell him to come up on this hill. That's fair. They don't need a reason to see my handwriting usually. Well, yeah. And so we were going to watch on the hill and make sure he didn't die because we assumed he was meeting someone that wasn't you. Well, that's not it. Everything okay? I needed to work something out and prep something. Are you killing Conrad tonight? There's something I'd like to talk to him about. Stuff I shouldn't be around for? I'd prefer it to be private. If you want to watch to make sure I don't shank him or something, sure. I mean, that's your prerogative, not mine. I'm sure we'll be. I'm sure we'll be lots of questions if we're down at the Inquisitor. Yeah. That's your problem. <laughs> hey, you know that lady we saw, the abbess? Yes. According to Conrad, she's an angel. Oh, I know. Well, not exactly, but yeah. Head tilt. How'd you know? I'm good at observing things. I didn't know it was an angel, but something otherworldly. And judging by Conrad's reaction, it was on our, at least in our favor. She'll nod. Are you okay? You told me if you weren't, right? Yeah. Okay. I might tell you later if it comes out or if this doesn't go well. Do I need to pick who I'm going to kick the butt of with, between you and Conrad? Is it going to come to that? It shouldn't. Not okay. yet, at least. Okay. Everyone wants to sort of convene and figure out what we're doing from here. 
Uh, running guest seems to be going back to Palas. I'm ready to go wherever as soon as I'm finished up here tonight. Shall not. Two questions for you, Grove. One, how long have you known Lyria? Oh, God. How long would that be? At least ten years? Oh, God. Yeah, he would have seen her right after she flipped. So probably about ten when she was fifteen. Cool. Yeah. Question two. Would she know this date? Uh, he tends to be secretive, but I'll assume she can figure it out. Okay, well, Susan's not as smart as Illyria, so do tell her. <laughs> no, no, you, there was no way you would have guessed this as a thing. Uh, would you like to explain it? Uh, yeah, sure. It's his Bark, parents, bark, bark. It's his parents' death day. Okay, cool. So, And, and worth noting, to everyone, audience, uh, Susan and everyone included, in, uh... <laughs> Um, God, why is the name escaping me for a moment? Kessig. Kessig. In Kessig, it is a big celebration on someone's death day. Not ex- not exactly raucous, but it is normally bigger than a birthday. Because the idea is, on someone's death day, you celebrate it because it's another year that they haven't been disturbed from their eternal rest. <laughs> They're still oh. that, gone. That's, that's a sad thing, but it is a state that is on Innistrad. And you celebrate for the departed, remembering who they were. In sadness for those who live, but in respect for the fact that they haven't lost their rest forever. Okay, much less and, concerned that you're about to kill Conrad then. And <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much you keep track of the dates, but if Illyria keeps track of time whatsoever, it's approaching on that, if not actually today. And in fact, like if she keeps track of it perfectly, it is today. Well, you see, I have something that basically means I know what day it is at any given time. What was it? Excellent. Oh, yeah, keen well, mind. Keen mind. Perfect. So then you know very clearly that Grove's parents' death day and the thing that he is occasionally somber about is today. Then I wouldn't have been nearly as weird questioning about it then. <laughs> I mean, he still is being it's, weird, it's, so I don't think that's odd. No, this is weird for him, and it's okay. you know, busy shit, so. Okay. And you know, in all reality, because her parents are dead too, so, ah, you don't know how yet in the audience, though. They probably both have this thing. Yeah. The whole dead parents club. Good club to be in, you know. Protagonist. Of course there's a dead parents club. It's almost like we're persona users. <laughs> anyway, um, she'll nod and be like, I'll be on a tree over there if you need anything. Sure. We should go down to the Baron's house, though, like... Before morning. I at least want to try and sleep in a bed. That would be good, probably. Try the bed. Bed's more comfy. But we have that sweet throne, and the dog always sleeps in the throne. I think I want to try it. I mean, you're welcome to, but I would suggest do a bed while you can. As you resolve this conversation, Grimhild, are you trying not to be found? Not particularly. She's just trying to think. (laughs) Okay. It's several hours, and the sun has already set. By the time you get kind of near where you are, are you up in a tree? Are you near trees? Are you walking? What are you doing? I don't know. Some people like to think in trees. Look at the forest people who think in trees the entire session. <laughs> or sleep in them. We're good at sleeping in them, too. No. You just walking about still? Uh, I mean, if there's any fires outside, she might just be near one of those at this point, because, like I said, she was staying out until she got way cold. Sure. As you approach... Uh, you've been at one of the bonfires for about five minutes now. And you hear from a little beyond. <laughs> yes, make sure you spend all your soul. And behind you hear a uh, slight, <clears throat> are you looking to be separate at this time? Oh, 
Shrug. <laughs> Would you prefer having space, no company? I'm not certain. Then do you mind if I make the decision? <laughs> Just kind of shrugs. Grimhild's shoulders must be beefy. I mean, they very much are. She's a Mostly very sturdy like woman. Swinging swords around and stuff. I mean, yeah, but you do that a lot. The shrugging helps, but not <laughs> you shrug a lot too. Big, yeah, it's just the big swords mostly. See, Lyra uh, was trying to get her shrugs just, in today. Just for the internet and making it very clear how beefy the shrug is. What is your strength, Grimhild? I want to say twenty. So you just shrug and crack a walnut yeah, between your shoulder yeah, that's blades. That's what I'm saying. Like it's pretty oh. fucking. No, no, no. It's, it's just a beefy shrug. Oh wow, yeah, it's just only 18. eighteen. Just okay. eighteen, two below the cap. Gotcha. Yeah, two below the limitation on human beings to have. So, yeah, you from the silence, uh, not silence, but the dark line of where the light stops really reaching. You see Yulia approach from it, red hair and layered furs. She comes up next to the bonfire as well, extending her hands towards the fire. She looks to you, gives you a nod, but then looks back towards the fire and puts her hands towards it. She's silent for a while. Are you yeah. silent as well? Grim- Grimhild's pretty good about being quiet. <laughs> she can be quiet. Like Sure. Yeah. It takes a little over five minutes in before Yulia says that we're concerned about you. If, well, not specifically about your health, but about whether you're returning. I don't think anyone's worried about your safety. Not disrespectfully. More very respectfully. Yes. Oh. Are we leaving? They've made discussions of that. I wasn't Seemingly privy to most of it, uh, part of the discussion beforehand. Probably the next day. Are you quite well? I fear my resolve has been poisoned by hope. That's a dastardly thing to find. What is it that you hope for, if you don't mind me asking? If it is too much, you need not answer. I do consider you my friend, Grimhild, and I would never push you. I could save someone, and in a way that isn't just putting them in the ground. That is a rarity in this day and age. It should be impossible. It is it not? straightforward, less so. Then what do you do? First time <laughs> quite a while, I don't know. Is that wrong? It's certainly not useful. Maybe not, but I think it's not uncommon. It is for me. <laughs> Perhaps. It's dangerous and malevolent. Kill it. Is it dangerous but not malevolent? Maybe kill it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on me? I don't believe you're malevolent. You could be dangerous if you desired to. You don't think I desire to be dangerous? Not to those who don't deserve it. <laughs> I suppose you have gotten a good read on me, then. Will you be okay? I, d- I don't know. Would you like company? I think so. Okay. I will say, she says as she steps slightly closer, whatever it is, whatever you ponder over, no matter how difficult it may be, a decision may not be needed tonight. Consider it. If you make a decision, live by it. If you don't, consider it more. Grieve for the choices that you didn't have to make, but live with whatever you do. But I don't think they will change many things. They will not change me standing here at the very least. Forgive me if I said too much. No, she nods and stays, warming her hands next to the fire. Oh, I suppose. They're curious of where you are. If you would like to inform them, that is fine. If you would not like to inform them, that is also fine. I don't think they're scared you're going to die in the night. No one should be that at this point in time. I can tell them after this is all done at the end of night when eventually you either choose to head back or I do. Eventually, one of us needs sleep, if not both. I can sleep standing up, so. (laughs) I believe it. It's not something I've ever needed to do, but I've seen more than one person. Also, with my eyes open, it feels like hell in the morning. Is this because I get really itchy, or? Very dry. Incredibly dry. Mm -hmm. Should I supply you with water, then? Your spritz. (laughs) 
like a house plant. Yes, exactly like that. Uh, oh, perhaps I'll head back now, see how they're doing, make sure no one's killed each other. It's my job. Apparently there's a moonlight rendezvous up on the hill. Something Conrad is meeting, some figure. They presume it to be Grove, but I don't suppose. I suggest yes. I might be there to keep him safe in case. Are you okay with doing that now? Certainly. Come to a decision at some point. Okay. Come him. Yes? Do not think that not immediately coming to a decision, or that going to aid others, means that you should stop thinking about yourself in this way. This decision is important, no matter how many worries or concerns outside or reasons to avoid it. Whatever you're up to, take care of yourself. I understand. But delayed decisions in my life usually result in death. Oh, that is fair, and it's perfectly fine to do other things. But take care. But at the same time, let us make sure that Conrad does not immediately die. That might be prevalent. Yes. <sighs> okay. As uh, Grimhild and Yulia head back up the mountain, uh, Conrad, you arrive up to the place on the hill, the precipice, where you've been indicated to attend before. Grove, are you attempting to be hidden as he approaches, or be out there clearly when he gets there? Oh, boy. Why does this town have to be a thousand feet tall? Out there clearly. Okay. As you approach, you can very distinctively see that Grove is there. O'Leary, are you attempting to be hidden, or...? No, she's just elsewhere. in a tree, probably a hundred yards away. Just sitting in it. Not sure. really hiding, but not, you know, being like, Hey, Conrad, yeah, I'm I mean, here! That's, that's, that's clearly not line of sight at that point. Um, similarly, uh, Nick and Faustus, are you just being there? Uh, I mean... It's subject like would, would Conrad have brought them? I suppose is the question. Faustus will look dramatically over the side of the cliff as wind uh, blows down it. I hope this is. Oh, that is constantly happening, blowing like sheets, almost ghostly shivers of snow along with it. What about you, Conrad? Did you have the people along with you, everyone? Anyone who wanted to come along? Great. The other two aren't here yet, but uh, yeah, Nick and Faustus are with you. As you see, Grove standing there. Oh, hello. Hi. I hear there's been some confusion. A little bit. Sorry for the dramatics. If it appears that way. I just needed that, to set some things up. That's alright. How can I help you? Um, celebration to end with a very hectic day. I figured you'd... Oh god, this sounds dumb. I, my dad would have really enjoyed you. I figured <laughs> really you not. wanted... Oh, you have no idea. I'd like for you to share a drink. And remember, I'm... Certainly. Tell me about him. Get ready for more wood jokes. That's about all our family runs on. Wait, 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 wait. You had your dog deliver him a note. I'm going to meet you here without signing it so that you could offer him a drink. Did everybody come? I think the others may be coming soon. Oh, this will be awkward. No, no, no. I mean, hey. I I I, uh, I I hope he's in the blessed sleep for the rest of the day, of our days. Uh, but if you excuse me, <laughs> I don't know. Come get me when we figure out what in the hell we're doing. Uh, we can I'm leave as soon as the car is done. Yeah, we can go as soon as this is done. I also needed some time to clear my head from the situation earlier. And well, I do better being alone than around people. Yes, I'd be happy to drink with you. Nick, you can stay if you want. That's that's okay. No, no, good death day to him. But uh, I'm yeah. He's gonna head back. 
Well, that's awkward. I was going to apologize to him later, especially after it appears all dramatic and stuff. But yes, Dad, he was hard, strong, owned a comp- owned a logging company, knew the forest backwards and forest, forest forward. Helped me and my sister get really good at it. And then, well, then he died. How'd he go? Do you want the real story or do you want what everybody praises me for? I think the real story's in order. I brained him with a rock. I guess... Ten-ish years ago tomorrow morning? I see. If there wasn't more to this story, I don't think you'd be telling it to me. I'm sure you've heard the folk tales, Or at least heard them when we were in Palos. I'm famous. Tell me, Conrad... How well did you directly keep in touch with Kessig while you were off doing uh, Cathar things over the last 10 years? Probably sent letters back and forth weekly at the most, uh, weekly at the least busy, monthly at the most. So the answer is no, you didn't really hear about this. I'm afraid I got a little bit out of touch. Never heard the story. Oh, uh, I slayed a halpack in my early years. Uh, roving band went through the Uvenwald, went and mussed up old, uh, Harvest Moon Festival, and I dragged back the corpses of those that I could, and then got rid of the rest as I could. I see. And that's not the full story? Mom got taken. Mom got eaten. That was what sent me out. We were singing, dancing. We couldn't hear the howls over the music. Everything went nutty. We tried to get in the house. Couldn't find Dad. Then two came in and got her. I was able to beat one off of my sister. Didn't get to Mom in time. Grabbed one of the axes and went after it. And in the morning, when I finally caught them, I found Dad. One of them? Yeah. It was a dress still in her t- his teeth. I see. He he knew the moment he woke up, the moment he saw me. He just, he didn't even look. He didn't even ask. He just turned so we, I could get a good hit on the head. He didn't come back. The other ones were too sleepy or trying to wear off the effects. They were easy to drag back. Must have, must have been very hard for you. <laughs> no, actually. No? Wasn't. He was my dad, but he was not a kind man. I see. So should I not take it as a compliment that he would have liked me? <laughs> take it as you would. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm getting better around you people, so I'm going to start speaking to you straighter. Instead of holding my words and stumbling and fumbling over them. You were holding your words before? I have a very bad time talking to people. Ouch, Conrad. I'm saying he was blunt. <laughs> You'll notice I don't like talking to people, except if it's blunt, and it's the shortest conversation possible. I yes. stumble, I trip, I tend to slur and look like a drunken idiot. But you're getting better? Only around the people I know. Oh, consider me honored. 
And it's that honor. It's the other reason I'm here. Or I asked you to come here. Oh. I'll give you an option I didn't give my dad. When the time comes, when you can't hold yourself back, I can do it quietly, or I can do it in a fight. Which would you prefer? You do realize that uh, when the time comes, I may not be in the right mind to hold myself to any agreement we make. Would you rather die a man or a wolf? I can outlast it. I can wait till the morning when you're sleepy. You're really easy when you're sleepy. Or I can kill you when you change. Leave a pretty corpse. Or I can go hide it so no one knows your shame. And those are the only two choices you're giving me? We only get two choices in this world. We live and endure, or we die and go to sleep. I'm going to fight to live. Anything else would be an insult. It's about what I expected. There's so much good I can still do, Grove. <sighs> I wish I had that type of hope. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But I'm never going to want to stop helping. Stubborn as always. Glad to see that never changes. I hope that answer doesn't disappoint you. Consider this a for uh, The question was a formality. I kind of knew the answer already, but I figured I'd let my pretenses be known. Yes, yes, you're not the only one who's planning to kill me when the time comes. We have enough <laughs> monsters running around this group that at any point we will kill each other if we don't keep focused. Well, then let's keep focused. One night of celebration, and I'll be back to normal. Normal. <laughs> normal. I wonder if I should hook Nick up with this. <laughs> then he'll just, like, stare off and drink until the bottle's empty. Which, it's, like, really shitty, just, like, berries pressed, probably gone a little sour. It's not good. Yeah, it's lightly, fer it's lightly fermented currant wine. Mm, oh boy, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and as you bring yourself to a night of drinking quite awful spirits oh. until, uh, until the night ends, overlooked by your traveling companion, Sans Nick. I'm kidding. I'm considering uh, this a murder attempt. I'll go on into the session. Yeah. Yeah, I love how a single spark of hope fucking destroys us. <laughs> Conrad's fine. Destroys <laughs> everybody else. I am thank you all for participating in this. I had an amazing time running this for you guys. I enjoyed <laughs> it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Office Today. <laughs> It was good, except for all the incessant clicking that I, apparently my mouse makes. And me accidentally fucking unmuting while I'm clipping my fucking toenails. <laughs> all eight million of your toenails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, any, about that. Any questions, comments, concerns? The man of a million toes. <laughs> no, Other than concerned about how many toes Travis has. Uh, never mind, I'm putting my hand down. <laughs> Well, thank you all for coming and playing in the session, and soon we'll be back to being on the road and some other conflicts happening. I assure everyone involved, internet God, and... give you. us something to punch and not to feel about. <laughs> That's well, I mean, to be fair, you could have punched your way through the Abbey. It would have been bad. <laughs> oh, oh, boy, that would have been a thing. That would have been a great time. 
So we all have um, new characters after the angel just smites all of us. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we could have taken them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure one of you would have lived. Not a specific one of you. Just one of you would have survived when the rest the of you died dog. during combat. Uh, just like the Deadlands games. Our Deadlands games at home. The <laughs> <laughs> All right, Annette. But with that, we'll leave you off for the night. You have a good one and look forward to the next time when these idiots try and work together again. Fuck.